Hey, listeners, uh, Ginger here. I just wanted to make a quick announcement and say a quick thank you. With everybody's support, I was able to get affiliated with a company called King's Coast Coffee. King's Coast is a New York-based coffee shop, and they produce their own, or they roast their own beans, and then they package them up and they ship them out to people all over the U.S. and Canada. You can also go into the King's Coast shop and get your own cup of coffee. They've partnered with me as an affiliate, and if you go to King's Coast Coffee's website and use code GINGER, you get 10% off your coffee order. They have everything from cold brews to espressos and regular coffee. It's delicious. People in the community over on my Twitch channel actively drink King's Coast, and I've had King's Coast. I love it, and I'm going to be drinking King's Coast like crazy from here on out. So if you would do me a favor, there's going to be a link uh, in the description for King's Coast. It's my affiliate link, but also use code GINGER for 10% off your coffee order. Supporting King's Coast supports me and... It really is super cool, and I'm super excited for this. So get caffeinated, and thanks a bunch. Enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Ginger Talks podcast. My name is Ginger Snaps, and joining me, what feels like bright and early, is Drew Acknowledged. Drew, how you doing today, buddy? Just let me get the sleep out of my eyes. Uh... (laughs) Ugh. It's a cold light of day hits my face. I'm, it's live. We're here. It's Ginger Talks. Um, yeah. Excited for another week of uh, wholehearted, honest tomfoolery. Um, it's a, it's going to be a doozy. Of, it's just always a doozy, and it's going to be a doozy this time. I can just feel it. <laughs> I don't know why it would be such a doozy. I mean... Oh, just just uh, just hitting you hard, hitting you in the chest, hitting that core framework that you sit as you're sitting in your recliner or your easy chair, or your gaming chair right now, listening to us. Uh, I want you to take a deep breath with me and go down the podcast express and just find your inner bliss. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, just basically putting words that have nothing to do with each other together and hoping that that's a cobbable intro. <laughs> I mean, I think so. Uh, I've shown myself. Up. I've shown myself up weekly for almost a year at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, why stop now? I mean, exactly. And to those of you who are not in your easy chair, recliner, gamer chair, what are you doing, man? Come on, sit down. You've been working too hard. Unless you're out for a jog, then um, just bringing us with you. Um, I hope the cardio is going okay. Yeah. Or if you're, you know, driving your vehicle or working, please don't laugh so hard that you destroy something. Uh, thanks. <laughs> we've I, lost we've lost seven listeners that way so far, and it's <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, yeah, because I do. I get uh, I get messages from one of our patrons, and because he usually listens on his drive to work, he works in a different state than where he lives, so he listens to us either on the job site or when he's driving between home and the job site. <laughs> and uh, I get a I message. I, I really hope he mutes us when he's fucking hitchhikers at truck stops. 
<laughs> you know, I'm going to get a message about that. I hope you know. <laughs> but uh, no, we are recording a little bit uh, earlier than normal today, which means uh, the chaos will either be exponential to normal or it'll be just nice and chill. But we'll see when we get our uh, uh, our guest on here returning for his fourth visit to the podcast. ADHD Toaster. Hi, buddy. You've muted yourself? I muted myself? <laughs> oh, my. Uh, <laughs> I was just being quiet. You know, that's like taking a shit on the Alamo, my friend. And, you know, thank you, Toaster, for on your fourth visit managing to crib a far worse intro than mine for the first time guest history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. We're just gonna wait while froze. Uh, while toast gets unfrozen. Dude, I'm watching the Discord call, and you're silent. You're silent. You're silent. And then I see the mute button pop on as soon ah. as I am waiting for you to speak. <laughs> he's still. He's still not talking. My God. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I got fucking nothing to say to you, assholes. Uh, I'm glad to be back. I. Uh... <laughs> I uh, deeply apologize for <laughs> okay. my, uh, you know, I. you think I would know how to do this by now. After four, this is your fourth time. Fifth, fifth recording of a podcast, fourth time on the show. Wow. Wow. Look, there's one other podcast out there. None of you will ever find it. I am 100% sure. Oh, you want to fucking bet? <laughs> <laughs> you you know me. You know I'll find anything gotta, that I want to find. You yeah, gotta li- find out something very odd and very specific about something that happened very randomly it, about me. It, you uh, realize that's the basis of our entire friendship, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> also, just like for the keen-eared listener, a good sense, uh, a good chance to get involved in some kind of mystery. And get to the bottom of this. And, you know, and to everyone else, you'll just find the link to that podcast in the description here once we find it out. Yeah, no, it'll be fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's it's been, oh, probably a minimum of 10 episodes since you were last on. But Toast is one of those people that we we just can't keep away for very long. Yeah, I mean, and for good reason. I mean, there's so much has been birthed from uh, our relationship on the podcast with you, Toaster. Let's, lest we forget the emergence of that shimmering glimmer of hope in the <laughs> Rate My Dick universe. Um, Golden 10, you helped us. Yeah. You helped yeah. us embroil that in the annals of podcast history. For better or worse, uh-huh. there it is. And the thing is is Golden 10 is now on our merchandise, which we've sold. Every bit of podcast merch that we've sold has included Golden 10, I think. So I want want (laughs) you to know the legacy you carry. I'm sorry. (laughs) I just look forward to the day that that guy comes to look for his residuals. Oh. And we can un- unmask him, right? Or maybe, I mean, probably mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Put something, 
Put something on, brother. <laughs> you know, you know how the North Star guided the three wise men to uh, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, friend of the podcast, Jesus Christ, everybody. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's made a few appearances. You just didn't notice he was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's always there. <laughs> always. Always. I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that read at Comic Con when uh, I meet Jesus at the uh, Salvation booth, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, my name's Jesus Christ, and I listen to the Gender Talks podcast." It's like, oh, forgive, forgive me. God damn it! This means, oh no, this means all the religious folk will come by. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> They'll last about ten minutes into those first episode before they switch. Now, like, hey, they were talking about space and shit. <laughs> I never know space ain't real. Speaking of that, I I heard the most crazy uh one of the kids at the unit that I work at, uh he fucking came out with the crazy... apparently this is a an actual conspiracy theory that happens now, is that people believe pigeons aren't real. Yeah. Oh, this has been around oh, forever. They're not real. They're government For- drones. Yeah, no, they're government uh-huh. drones, they're not real. Um I, that was the first time I heard that shit today, man. Oh, dude. Hang on, and it's I'm going to cr- get you a resource. It, Dude, it's... Ugh. This is... So, if you... First guest we ever had on the podcast, Lila. She... We will jokingly just, like, we'll be talking to each other, and then all of a sudden we'll just be like, hey, birds aren't real. And, oh, God, burbs. Burbs aren't real. Oh, God. Oh, and then, like... Right. Dude that's it's what it is like we fucking go off it's so funny we are he's like he's going to me dude look at your phone look at your phone uh and he's like she's pointing at my camera and he's going looks a lot like a bird's eye don't you think <laughs> and i'm there what the fuck i'm meant to be your teacher bro <laughs> this does not reflect well on me whatsoever uh, and then he proceeded to show me a video where some guy walks around a, a park, uh, <laughs> just going up to people saying, "Have you have you ever seen a baby pigeon?" They were like, "No." And apparently, that's indisputable truth. How many nests is everyone wading into these days? Can I just ask? Oh God! When's the last time any of you went into a fucking nest? <laughs> I. I, I'll, sorry, I posted a photo of the van. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. Hold on. Hold on, Druid. I got one better. Th- this is where I got it from. I got it uh, from the fucking New York Times. <laughs> oh, my God. God, do you remember when journalism used to mean something? <laughs> I, this is what happened, you know, and I've got to go, th- I bet I've got to go through a paywall these days to get through it. Oh, fucking sure. Pay an Ethereum, or you can't get into this Gen Z hot topic. Oh, <laughs> oh! I feel so excluded right now. I, I still believe birds are real. I I fucking love hot topic. Fun fact, kids: half of my wardrobe comes from uh, hot topic. <laughs> oh, I meant topic as in like discourse talking no, about. Something. But uh, but like, then it made me think because well. Shit like this, where people you can buy shirts that say "Birds aren't real" from Hot, like the actual store Hot Topic. Oh no! Come on, guys. Like it's funny you brought this up, also because uh, this is one of my favorite conspiracy theories because it's so bonkers. It's so, <laughs> it's so funny. funny. 
I'm like, bro, are you telling me the animatronics were that good in the 90s? I mean, I know we had Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> but Jesus. All birds. Yeah. Are you telling me that when my parents took me to the bird sanctuary up in, up in Slimbridge, that it was all a fucking lie? Yes. I was basically, when I was looking at the flamingos, it was like Roswell. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Birds aren't real. If you are listening to, to us right now and you believe birds aren't real, blanket that all birds... Uh, you, pff, go fuck yourself. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Honest to God. And, you know, if you want to at me and fight me on this issue, then you're welcome because I will win. <laughs> what, yeah. I'll just show you a baby pigeon hatching from an egg and you'll shit your pants. <laughs> oh, my God, it's a sleeper agent. <laughs> and, 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 and then what do they think when they're eating fried chicken? Do they just think they've got breaded silicone? It must be. What is this? It's a, no, chicken, man, that's different. That's food. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up myself, man. No, you didn't. Yeah. Don't lie. Have you ever seen a baby chicken? Don't think so. <laughs> Yes, I have. I've held them in my hands. <laughs> yeah, I, yo, this same kid was holding a baby chicken on Friday <laughs> when we took him to the farm. <laughs> yo, does it look like a Tamagotchi to you, bro? Oh, I don't think so. That's so good. Oh, I, I can't believe it. This is everybody knew about this and I didn't. Oh my god! He's all right. So just for the listener at home, he's showing us uh, diagrams of where the antenna is and. The inductive charging coil. They have an because online that... store. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, is that an iPad cover? That's an iPad cover. Yeah, fucking oh, hell, man. For an old hey. iPad? Are you kidding me? <laughs> hey, if birds aren't government informants, how do you explain these two things? The owls in Harry Potter and uh, carrier pigeons. <laughs> drones, man. <laughs> fucking drones, drones man. man. I tell you what, you're the fucking drones, bro. <laughs> you just believe anything you see on a TikTok. You believe that that video of uh, feta cheese pasta cooked in one pot is the is not going to upset your nonna. <laughs> that video that you know on TikTok, you'll just believe any old shit, right? Dude, I I can't like conspiracy theories are fucking weird but the the birds aren't real are the ones that that's like one of those ones where it's like but please tell me you know and understand that birds are real please i i absolutely do it kept getting brought up to me because of my emotes are all pigeons oh yeah they're (laughs) They're like see this is evidence that pigeons aren't real they're government drones i'm like i'm not a government drone no, you're far yeah. from that. No, no, no. Unless we, ha- we have no more use for you, Toasty. Uh, unless you are a government drone sent to like spy on like me and a couple other people, uh, I don't think you're a government drone. <laughs> yeah, uh, the government brought him into this podcast right now to infect the literally dozens of minds listening to this right now. <laughs> right. Yeah, some guy, some guy giving out fucking wonky HJs at a truck stop, and uh, <laughs> and a gopher, cutting gopher. I promise that I'm not a government drone. <laughs> you know that that's exactly what a government drone would say, buddy. Uh huh. 
Absolutely. Oh, God. What's next? I mean, fucking Storm from the X-Men's secret surname is The Capital. I mean, <laughs> we were literally talking about that uh, earlier. Uh, I... I may or may not have raged really hard uh, about politics to toast privately on the phone. Uh, we've, well, uh, look, we don't we don't get political here, but I'll say one thing: you can't spell QAnon shaman without the word sham. I mean, <laughs> facts though. Uh, yeah, dude, I fucking. I just keep my head down and my mouth shut because I will say things that will get me in a lot of trouble. How, how long before he actually gets out of prison? Uh, I don't know. How long Biden got? <laughs> He'll be in there for till the end of time. American people, listen to me. Sorry, that's Joe Biden, everybody. 41 months in prison, 36 months of supervised release, and a $100 fine. Wait, only a $100 fine? He only got a $100 fine? For what? Trespassing? No, no. He he actually left his uh, bike chained up and unattended on the outside of the <laughs> <laughs> Dude, and I'm afraid on top of this, Mr. Shaman, uh, we're going to have to charge you for the bike you left outside. He's like, damn it. You parked in a, you parked your car yeah. in a yellow zone? Yeah. Damn it, I thought it was a red zone. <laughs> but not that kind of red. Not the liberal red. The good old American red. Dude, oh no. I want to know the exact number of capital riot cases there are to receive punishment because this article says other judges are likely to look at Lambert's sentence as a possible benchmark since Chansley is one of the first felony defendants among the more than 660 capital riot cases. I bet you there's 666 and I fucking need that to be a goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then we can all start talking. We'll start talking about how Iron Maiden in, incited the whole thing. See, his, the images of this dude are images that will be burned forever in the minds of Americans. And the more I look at it, like, this man could have taken some great photos, but then he was a fuckbag. <laughs> and now look at him. He's spending 41 months in prison. You, you know, he looked like he was an extra uh, in Jabba's palace. Yeah. Cojito, 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 a democratic party. <sighs> you know, honestly, man. 41 months sounds like just the right amount of time for them to just let him out and be like, don't worry, dude, everyone's forgotten about it. No. Right. They're on, they're on to some next shit now. They're, try, they're trying to. Not history books at all. Yeah. Uh, actually, everyone's just working together to bolster up the flood wall around the country at this point. Yeah. I, so. I think the the government for arresting him on my birthday. That's that's wonderful. Uh, sorry, I'm looking at his Wikipedia article now because that's what I do. Um, it's my birthday on Saturday. If someone, as a gift, put the, the 
be QAnon shaming in jail for me. I'd be, I would have to say on the podcast that I was pleased, but I would be slightly disappointed right. that it wasn't like material goods. Dude, I love it. He went to, uh, he attended Moon Valley High School in Phoenix, Arizona, and Glendale Community College, where he completed some coursework in psychology, religion, philosophy, and ceramics. <laughs> oh my god. Nothing about this dude surprises me. And I don't give a shit talking shit about him. He's never going to fucking find me. <laughs> um, yeah. And if the Kieran, if you want to come on, Kieran, on Shaman, we welcome you to say peace. Um, we know you're listening. Uh, out, there in the... <laughs> out there in federal prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We know, we know that you get one, you get one form of entertainment allowed in your cell and you make the smart choice the only smart choice you've ever made in fact and that's the ginger talk podcast and we thank you <laughs> yeah please use the promo code ginger talks q anon shaman to go fuck yourself yes <laughs> I, think I, I think i speak for everybody on this podcast when i say please don't use this in your manifesto uh for anyone no you know. one uses this podcast in your manifesto no or else i will hunt you down and it'll be great. Yeah. And look, no, no one's taking Joe Rogan seriously. No, <laughs> at this point, at this point. God, I can't. Oh, I saw something about him yesterday. Uh, swipe I... left. It's it. <laughs> Joe Rogan is in and out of the news frequently, and I'm like, whatever, dude, have fun. Like, yeah. Mahalo, bro. Uh, like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, like. You know, you were just mansplaining with in a fedora at the birth of YouTube in the comments section, and now you look like a a fucking melted wax model of a Brazzers porn star. You fucking <laughs> chill, dude. And the thing that I love is he's very much like, oh, so he's uh, the thing that I saw about him in the news is talking about Trump being on his podcast and and all this shit, and not getting super political any more than we already have but joe rogan walks that fine line of like no you should hate me but you should also fucking love me and i'm like what pick a lane bro like <laughs> what are you yeah but he's he's saying the exact same thing right because he's trying to please everyone with this shit and no. you know what his numbers are great uh so, I mean, I don't know. There are people... I, I don't get... He has such a big listener base. Mm-hmm. Who are they? Dude, I don't know. Tech boys. <sighs> Who Holy are they? Shit. As of April, he averages 11 million listeners per episode. Due to recent controversies, fucking quit hate watching, quit hate listening, quit hate all that shit. I mean, if you're hate listening to me, then fucking keep listening, bitch. But like, why are you hate watching? Why are you hate listening? Like, get the fuck out of here with that shit. I can't. I can't. I that that doesn't logically make sense in my brain. You know, I think people just gravitate to hate, which, by the way, great uh, album title. Uh, Absolutely, people gravitate to hate. It's like a new metal band <laughs> with a Christian new metal band. 
Oh, God. When it comes to salvation, you're way too late because you always gravitate to I think I hear a line in one of Druid's uh, next songs, and it's going to be great. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, that's my line. A parody. But it needs to be a parody. It can't be a real song. (laughs) You know, I'd I'd really like people to just not know whether or not it is. Yeah. (laughs) Like, just up in a do-rag. Oh, with a cardboard cutout of um, cardboard cutout of Joe Rogan, I'm just putting a cigarette out in his eyes. <laughs> Be careful, Rogan might like that. He's weird, dude. Ugh. He's fucking weird, yeah. man. Because Joe Rogan yeah. was famous for what before? Fear Factor. But he was also a a, a, a commentator, right? Is that true? Yeah. I know nothing about the man, so... He was a commentator on UFC. Yeah, so Hardball... Oh. Hardball and News Radio, he was also a stand-up comedian, but then UFC commentator, Fear Factor, he did comedy specials, and then he went into the podcast. So, I mean, of course, being a UFC commentator does uh, prime you to talk on a wealth of social issues. Mm-hmm. Like hitting an adult and then... Winning some money and then hitting another dude even harder. <laughs> and then cheering about it, you know? Had- uh, that's what being a man is. I've no- That's the thing I noticed about it. It's just like wall-to-wall dude fest. Yeah. And just, why don't you just mix it up with some, with a feminine presence, man? He, uh... Rogan had no intention of being a professional stand-up comedian and initially considered a career in kickboxing. But he loved the Richard Pryor uh, Love on the Sunset Strip film, which informs so much about his comedy and his views and everything. Holy fuck. I don't know. Was Richard Pryor ever really big over there for you guys, Druid? Um... Here's the thing, I don't know I don't know what his like national success is. I know that I was a big comedy nerd when I was you know, in my formative years. So I would seek things out. Same with music, you know, I'm a big right. like, you know, I, I'm a big like you know, sponge for all this shit like music and film and all this stuff. So comedy was like a big thing for me. Right now, I don't love comedy that much. Mm-hmm. Um but back then it was big for me. So Richard Pryor was a huge one, as was like Bill Hicks. So my dad loved Richard Pryor. So I grew up, you know, I was very aware of, of Richard Pryor. But when you think about Richard Pryor's comedy and then a white dude, that being his favorite comedian, you can imagine what comes out of that white dude's mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it fucking like, makes oh, sense, Oh, man. man, I grew up listening to Red Fox. Yeah. You know, okay. All right, ease off, man. I, I loved Richard Pryor, but, you know, I, as a white person, you can say that you're a listener and a learner of what Richard Pryor has to say. You can't say that you are influenced. Right. <laughs> because you can't speak on that shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, bringing it around to music, did you know that uh, 
Gerard Way and Mikey Way um, is our first cousins once removed from Joe Rogan. Yes, I did know that because I, I hate I did that. A re- I did a, yeah. I can't imagine that they get on too well. They've never met. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so what about that Umbrella Academy, am I right? Jeez, dude. Wow. <laughs> that was quite something, you know? Uh, you want to get high and watch it, man? <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. Have you uh, ever done MDMA? Yeah, that's, am I right? You know, just sometimes you need to go out there and just broaden your horizons a little bit, you know? Invest. Oh, goddamn. God, it blows your mind. Oh, God. I hate how much I feel of my own speech pattern and the imitations of Joe Rogan. Oh, oh I hate it. I hate it. I feel dirty now. <laughs> no, Rogan. No. <laughs> no, Rogan. No, Rogan. There's no Rogan. It's okay. No, Seth Rogan. Rogan. No, Rogan. Seth Rogan. <laughs> Seth Rogan. <laughs> Seth Rogan. Cartoon CGI dog. <laughs> Did you? That's like your safe word. Right. Joe Rogan says, Seth Rogan, no. <laughs> Toast, did you, because I know you do filmmaking and stuff, was was stand-up ever much of a thing that you were into or are you into? I mean, I I have followed a lot of stand-up. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, that needs oiling. Um, <laughs> oh? Uh- Keep that to yourself. Yeah, you might. That was a little squeaky. Um, Yeah, I listened to a lot of stand up. I used to, that was like my chill out thing to do is watch Comedy Central stand up. Hmm. Like remix and. uh, Presents and all that kind of stuff. Okay. God, I haven't thought about Comedy Central in ages. Comedy Central was also the only thing we had that wasn't the Disney Channel or Nickelodeon. Oh, wow. Like, I didn't even have, like, Cartoon Network growing up because it was, quote-unquote, too expensive to add to our system. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they just sit you in front of South Park instead and just hope for the best. And, uh... (sighs) I try to think. rerun two two and a half men. Uh, oh god! I used to Comedy Central when it launched here was much later. I think it was I would have been oh I don't know in my mid teens when it launched here. Oh wow! Nothing but just reruns constantly of Two and a Half Men, Friends. Oh, what a shit show! Yeah, U.S. Comedy Central. That was like your. Like your TBS or your, yeah, yeah. But you know, here's here's the thing. I think we, I, we've I've not watched it for some time, and I think we've kind of we've evolved to have our own content on there now. Mm-hmm. Uh, British comedy for me, on the whole, better than American comedy. Sorry, um, <laughs> just a lot more sarcastic. You guys just like slapping each other on the back too much for me. Yeah. See, I also agree with that. 
Um, yeah. I mean, every time, I, every time I've been over to England, the I that's all I watch is British comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's very different. Uh, there is no denying that. Also, British game shows are hilarious. Yes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so ridiculous. Uh, like American, I'm sorry, America, you suck at it. <laughs> do, do you guys get uh, "I'm a celebrity, get me out of here" over there? No. No. It's oh my god! It's a celebrity, right? It's a celebrity. We it's it it airs once a year, and it has like Z-list celebrities on it. And they basically take them, ship them off to Australia. And then, like, the first thing they'll have to do is do, skydive out of a plane into a remote location where they then have to live in camps in the jungle and do shit like eat insects and kangaroo testicles and shit. Oh, my God. And then week by week, the audience votes for their favourite celebrity. And it actually can be quite lucrative if you win at the end. So it's like started to pick up the pace a little bit. Mm. Where like bigger names want to come on. It's bizarre. Like they'll put like the singer of a Manchester band in a snake pit and tell him he's got to find keys to get out of the snake pit. Oh God. So the people in his camp can eat. Oh no. That's and crazy. he's like getting bitten by the snakes. <laughs> Holy shit! And he's like, "Fucking hell!" And I'm like, "This is Britain, God damn it!" <laughs> Do you, so I'm looking at Comedy Central's current TV schedule and lineup. On right now is Seinfeld for another yeah. f- oh, fifty-five yeah. minutes. God, and I'm just come. Then it's The Office until. 11 o'clock. They really went downhill. Then South Park until 4 a.m. when it's paid programming for two hours. Then Brooklyn Nine-Nine, then Futurama, then South Park. Isn't it ironic that South Park are taking comedy writers' gerbs? Dude, because it's... Because it's no new comedy. Well, and, <laughs> like, I really loved... So, like, growing up, yeah, I liked edgy comedy and shit like that. But that was the time. A show that I just saw a thing for that I haven't thought about in forever. Important Things with Dimitri Martin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that shit. Now, I also watched Jeff Dunham. I watched, you know, uh, a bunch of of that kind of stuff. I watched the fucking... um, Blue Collar Comedy Tour, because that's what we were. Mind of Mencia. So problematic now. Oh, yeah. But you wonder, because, so, Carlos Mencia was, his big bit leaned into, basically, folks who have mental retardation. Mm -hmm. Right. And making fun of them. Every punchline, he would smack himself on the head with a microphone and then make a, a, a sound or a gesture. And we ate that shit up. We thought that shit was hilarious. And now that we're older, we're like, we're fucking monsters. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how often Jeff Dunham brings Ahmed out these days. Dude. Um, yeah. Whoa. Imagine he actually it, you know, brings him out quite frequently now. Really? really? Yeah. See, I can imagine that playing to like, 
you could hear a pin drop when Ahmed talks about bombing like Congress. I'm like, too real, buddy. And actually, it's just fucking us doing it now. Right. But I mean, like, and Tosh.0 back in the day was like unbelievably edgy for what it should have been, for who was watching it. Like, and being part of the stand up comedy scene, I think that smaller comedians who haven't made it quote unquote big are the funniest comedians. Because yeah. they're still writing real jokes that aren't fucking recycled shit that probably half of it was stolen from one person and the other half was stolen from somebody else. I mean, that was what Mencia got in trouble mostly for, was that he was stealing jokes. ripping off other people's jokes. Yeah. And just re- and remember, at the top of that, the earliest part, Chappelle show? Uh-huh. Nowadays, <clears throat> oh, we couldn't fucking have that. No. No, yeah. that can- that channel would be removed from every single network imaginable. Can I just say, look, I mean, look at the legacy he's leaving on Netflix right now. Dude. And Jesus Christ. Here's the thing. As someone who's part of the LGBTQIA community who knows many people who are affected by what he has to say, <clears throat> I understand joking about someone as a as as a joke that is in good faith in good humor but when you push a line too far like everybody has their own opinion on what you do with the controversy you acknowledge it and then you're perpetually remembered as the dude who you know made a mistake and was sorry you don't acknowledge it people will eventually forget sure but look at all the people who've apologized. People have forgotten and they've changed their ways and they live their life. Dude, the way Chappelle's show ended on Comedy Central when he just fucking ghosted everybody and went and lived in a different country for a while and everybody thought he was fucking dead. Oh, yeah. I remember those days. Everybody thought he, he, and that's, I remember people thinking that uh that's what the first time i heard oh tupac's not dead he did a dave Chappelle. no no dude tupac's dead (laughs) like (laughs) i don't know dude (laughs) and like crank yankers prank call show that crank yankers still has new episodes that come out oh yeah like, that shit hit me wrong when I was in middle school and in high school when it was first coming out. Like, I just, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, prank calls, cool, whatever. But you're actively disrupting a business. <laughs> yeah. Like. To me, it depends on the business. Fair. Because if someone, when I worked in retail, if someone had called me with one of those calls, I would have had the best time of my life. And like, I just pick up the phone and like, Otacon, it's Snake. <laughs> I need a sniper rifle. <laughs> like, it's it's Britain. We don't sell them. How about a box? <laughs> I would have made my fucking day. Because well, but you know, if you know. 
an old man doing a lawn mowing business, maybe just leave him alone. Or like the understaffed pizza shop during a pandemic that's just trying to fucking make it by. And they're making fucking, you know, Sarah Silverman call and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah Silverman call. (laughs) I mean, it's just, and it's so difficult. Like, my one paid stand-up set that I've done a couple times and I've been paid for, it's a five-minute set about uh, red flags and dating and horrible first dates I had been on. Right. If the dudes who were ever part of those dates ever got back to me and were just like, hey, I just want you to know like, what you said really fucking hurt me – what the fuck am I supposed to do? I'm making fun of a situation. I was making fun of myself more, but if that set got big enough, like if that was a set that was on national television, that could potentially ruin that dude's life. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Like it's so fucking hard to be a comedian. I fucking don't envy anybody that I know that does it professionally. Like, my buddy just got on a big festival. Congrats, dude. Like, if you're in Vegas, go check out Andrew Lopez while he's on stage. Yeah. But holy fuck, dude. Like, it's so hard. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Fuck that. Honestly. And the amount of them that just doubled down now on mm-hmm. the fact that it's just like, you can't be funny anymore. So I'm going to say hello to shit to you snowflakes out there. And I'm like, oh, man, you just sound like him. Manually a clown right now. Yeah. I because I watch this shit happen, especially stand-up comedians who start to garner a little bit of success, and then they just like fucking go off the edgy deep end, and I'm like, bro, pull it back. Like, it's okay. Uh <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's okay, man. Go into the light. And follow Anderson Cooper into the light. Oh. <laughs> Good old fucking Anderson Cooper, man. Yeah. The uh, fucking authentics dad. Everyone just get a picture. Get a picture of Anderson Cooper and Authentic next to each other and tell, tell me he's not his like liberal daddy. <laughs> oh, 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 I found oh. I found the picture though. <laughs> How dare you Midwestern me? <laughs> There's something in the resources tab for you guys. <laughs> as soon as it finishes yeah, processing. <laughs> Wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it here. No. All he's missing is a trespassing cat. <laughs> uh, if you found it on Twitter, I need to post something. Uh, I didn't. I found it on Google, but I'm sure we could find it. You can steal that as well if you need to. Okay. <laughs> 
Dude, I'm just casually sitting over here changing some stuff around on my computer. <laughs> and, uh, wow. <laughs> I feel very attacked and suddenly want to punch something. <laughs> I. You know, I'm not sure how to take that. I just hope you're okay. Um, I'm good. I'm great. Uh, everything's perfect. Here at Ginger Talks, the welfare of our guests comes first, so a member of our aftercare team will be in touch after the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're here. Uh, hello, yeah. that was quick. Yeah. Oh, oh God. It's the pigeons! <laughs> Birds are real! Birds are real! Run, run, run! Oh, my God, they're flocking around me! <laughs> Is Anderson Cooper still active on the fucking news? Surely. Yeah, he has his own, like, hour block. I don't fucking watch the news, uh, like, traditional news. Uh, I'm a fucking dog shit. Uh, <laughs> fucking dog shit at watching the actual news. No judgment. A list of LGBT people from New York City. I love that. See, I, I love when Anderson Cooper, like, kind of, like, publicly was just like, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah. I like dudes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, can you please put me to the top of that Wikipedia list? Right. He, like, I mean, because thinking about it, the most gay representation that there was was like RuPaul, who I didn't know who who she was until I got older. But then it was Anderson Cooper. And then, in theory, because nobody knew for a while, Wanda Sykes. I did not. I, you, you know what? I didn't know RuPaul was gay. What? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so. That's terrible. Ru, but, uh, <laughs> you follow, follow me with those. Follow me with those uh, comedians that you're talking about there. Do, fucking. I'll give you a RuPology. Oh, I forgot that. Wanda Sykes was married to a dude. Wanda Sykes is also in the game we've been playing on Mondays. I know. Uh, he been... does a fantastic fucking job. Yeah. We've been playing uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. And uh, Wanda Sykes voices one of the characters. And it's just, it's fucking hilarious. Oh, it's great. She does such a good job. So I actually only know Wanda Sykes from her appearances in Kirby and Theodosm. Oh. Uh, that's my first time I ever uh, saw her, actually. Yeah. See, uh, doing, doing a whole bit for Wanda. Mine was the Drew Carey show. Really? Mm-hmm. We didn't... I don't remember ever watching Kirby or Enthusiasm, but we watched the Drew Carey show religiously. See, we didn't oh, even have yeah. that, but we did have Who's Line. Mm-hmm. Which I was a huge fan of Who's Line. Oh, hell yeah. Drew Carey. Sure. Dude, Drew Carey did this, like, 20-minute, like, stand-up special um, in a bar recently. Like, my, my brother-in-law showed it to me the last time I was home visiting. And he is still funny as fuck. 
he's still when drew got skinny i like i lost a lot of my like because i i didn't think he was nearly as funny now that he's like kind of settling back into i think who he is he's uh, his stand-up is still fucking phenomenal is he doing it now he yeah he did stand up recently within the last few years nice uh, I just absolutely hilarious. I need to find the video of him, um, of him doing that, uh, stand up because it was hilarious. Um, because a whole bunch of comedians do it. Let's see. But, uh, I remember watching, this is not happening is the comedy, it's a comedy central stand-up thing. Um, a bad trip at the electric Daisy carnival. If you haven't watched it, you need to, it's fucking hysterical. Um, bad trip at the electric Daisy. It was like insane. Yeah. Um, rolls off the tongue nicely. Right. But it talk he talks about going to the Electric Daisy Carnival. And uh it's so funny. I haven't laughed that hard in a while. And that entire series of This Is Not Happening, it's so good. Tommy Chong's is hilarious. Um who else did we watch? Trevor Moore's was really good. Um there was somebody else that I watched with my brother-in-law who was hilarious. Carrot Top has one. Oh, now that guy's funny. Dude. Cause it looks like they're they're at a when you look at the setting of the video, it looks like it's just people sitting in chairs around a stripper, like a like a strip club. Cause there's a pole on the stage and there's lights just kind of hanging down it looks like a classy strip club but there's a comedian standing on the stage for a 15 minute set <laughs> like, just, just just dropping something into resources for you guys here <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. This is fantastic. What's <laughs> happening? Somebody else explain to the listeners what's going on. So, yeah, I just completely forgot that we're listeners when I did that. <laughs> so Druid has changed. If you go to his uh, Twitter profile, uh, you will see it's now Drew Knowledge with a picture of uh, Drew Carey. Uh, as the profile, this is fucking great. <laughs> and I, this is not happening, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so the Drew Carey show is what introduced me to, um, Craig Ferguson. Oh yeah. 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 And really, uh huh. And okay. I saw Craig Ferguson live here, uh, a, a few years ago and he almost stopped the show to get me medical attention because he thought I was dying. 
you were okay, right? <laughs> yes. I, so when I laugh really hard, I get this like this like wheezing like <gasps> sound. Oh my god! And lava, can you sample that? By the way, <laughs> fuck <laughs> lava. No. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> There's clips on my channel of me absolutely fucking dying from that. Um, but he s- nearly stopped the show because he thought I needed medical attention. Um, but it, absolutely funny, charming. But like Craig Ferguson, that was my first introduction to him. Got it. Are you dying out there, Ginger? <laughs> <laughs> Because to him, it sounded like a seal, which is a common thing. So uh, the venue was called Hoyt Sherman Place. And he goes, I didn't know they had seals here. It's the Hoyt Sherman seal, everybody, after he realized that I was okay. And made fun of me all fucking night for it. So bad. Baby! I can see there Sorry. it is. Uh, there it oh, is. God. I love you, Seal. Love Andy to Seal. Uh, <laughs> he is good. Oh, 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 oh. But, but then after that, it was Drew, the Drew Carey show, and then, uh, then Who's Line? And then Ryan Styles and Colin Mockery, everybody. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I for I forgot Wanda Sykes was in Clerks too. Huh. She was? Yeah, she was an angry customer in Clerks too. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. God damn it. I forgot about that. Dude, it's all these people that are in kind of like the same fucking circle. Uh apparently where was it? Uh, Drew Carey wrote for Roseanne at one point. Like, I don't know anything about Roseanne. Uh, I've seen it. it, Um, uh, fucking Roseanne is. I know her and Fisher used to be real close. Who? Sorry. Roseanne and uh, Carrie Fisher. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a lot of cocaine. <laughs> Minor detail. <laughs> Minor details, that's fine. I feel a disturbance in the force. I'm going to have to f- figure out a way to watch the Drew Carey show now. I'm literally downloading concept art from Star Wars and making it its own folder so I can have a rotating <laughs> thing on my background. Toast is m- mildly <laughs> obsessed with uh, Star Wars. It's fine. I like concept art, okay? <laughs> I like it. I like concept art in theory. Boom! boom <laughs> Zing! No? Got Nobody? Him. Okay. Uh, got him. Yahtzee! <laughs> so did you enjoy Kenobi Toast? I did. I want to watch it again, though, because I oh. feel like I missed part of it. I heard there's a lot of traction online. There's a fan cut where they've turned it into two, like a two-hour movie. Oh wow! And it's it's actually meant to it'd be quite awesome. That's what it was supposed to be, though. It was supposed yeah. to be a movie, 
and then we they broke it up into it was supposed to be a movie then it was going to be a three-part movie and now it's a series and technically we've only watched the first movie so maybe Disney will make it a uh, you know they they keep doing this shit man because I was so done with Star Wars and then they bring out Kenobi and I'm like okay here we fucking go and I actually quite liked it but um, I was so ready to check out Star Wars they needed to bring something like that back it was so much better than say Rise of Skywalker oh absolutely it was darker it was gritty all right, here's here's a thought. John Favreau is taking charge of Star Wars now. That's right, isn't it? Yep. Uh, he's taking over the Mandalorian storyline. Right. Because I'm starting to get the feeling if this if this Kenobi stuff takes off, if they do a season two and it takes off like hard, I think, and this is a theory here, that they might double back. And make all this shit its own continuity. Mm. Because it'll get to the point where you're going to be pissing too many people off with the continuity with the old movies. There's already discrepancies there with the ages or whatever. Um, it's it, Theory here, if it keeps getting successful, like they're going to have to build their own continuity out of it or it's just going to be an absolute fuckfest. And they would do the... Possibly the prequel trilogy, a whole bunch of favors by doing that because then it doesn't have that albatross around its neck of association with the original three films. Because the the audience is out there for the prequels now in a way that uh, I think people were never expecting. Mm. Yeah. I mean, is that the take nobody asked for? I don't know. But <laughs> they definitely uh, did a lot during the animated series of stuff that like healed problems when the movies came out. Right. Like it like if you just see the Star Wars films, Anakin is the most prissy little shit of all time and is just a whiny little brat. You know, do you know what what Clone Wars, he's not. Do you know what I've got to say about that take? It's coarse and it gets everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Right now we're both going way over Jin's head. I was about to say, so I have seen... I have seen Star Wars properties. I have watched Star Wars properties. I've seen the original trilogy. I I know the story. I understand that. I saw Rise of Skywalker. And then I saw another one that actually my ex fell asleep for in the theater. Rogue One. Everybody was shitting on Rogue One that I knew. Oh, yeah. No, everyone was shitting on Rogue One. And I didn't mind it, but my ex fell asleep in it three different times, which is fair. Um, Rogue One! Rogue Two! Rogue Three! You're out! (laughs) Rogue One was one of those things, like, it... It wasn't... It's a long movie, Mm -hmm. but it... Absolutely does not feel like a long movie, and I feel like they could have made it longer. 
well, just it, the way things were happening, the pacing for stuff, it was moving fast and steady that we could have gotten more out of it. It was only two hours and 13 minutes. Everybody treats it like it's a three-hour film. Really? It's only two hours and 13 minutes. Really? Yes. Y'all a bunch of bitches. <laughs> Everybody treats it like it's a three-hour film. And... I. I remember being a kid, if an, a movie was an hour and a half, perfect. If it was two hours, it was long. If it was two and a half, nobody was seeing it. Now it's like, oh, the film is only two and a half hours. Oh, it's only, you know, uh, two hours long. That was a really short flick. When The Godfather came out, they put in a fucking intermission. Yes, yeah. they did. You know, that's a lot of pissy kids for these Marvel movies. I mean... Although I think they're starting to double back on that a little bit. Wasn't Doctor Strange like two hours and, and the new Thor is two hours? Yeah. Uh, so maybe they're starting to realize. Yeah. Love and Thunder was an hour and 59 and... Sensible. Doctor uh, Strange that... was 206. I have no respect for the director now. You couldn't make it a, a solid two. You couldn't make you couldn't make that extra minute, dude. Not fucking minute. <laughs> but the new Batman movie that was two hours and fifty six minutes. But can we just say though, not for the kids? I mean, I know it's not Apocalypse Now, but, but it's not for the kids. Um, historically, no superhero movie has been for the kids. They made no. them oh. kid friendly. Batman, Batman and Robin, please. Look at the OG, the early Batman comics. They're dark as fuck. They're violent as fuck. They... Yeah, you're for, ner they're for nerds, man. And nerds, you know, you, you've got to be a certain age to understand that shit, right? Right, but being a certain age, they're not for kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, look, I've... I've seen, I saw uh, Endgame, Avengers Endgame in the theatre. Probably a bit of a mistake because it was the first Marvel movie I'd seen in a theatre since the first Avengers. Um, <laughs> but I was just fucking baffled by the sound of children uh, with their hands in fucking bags rustling. I firmly believe Yo. that none of those kids should have seen those movies. No. Did you know I had this... And maybe this is why I've been on such a tirade against Marvel. I went, I'm used to going to, like, pretentious movies, right? And I'll hold my hands up and say it. Um, in, like, independent theatres. And I went to a multiplex to watch Avengers Endgame, which was a big culture shock after years of, like, not going to multiplexes. Yeah. But then, fuck it, right? You're watching the Avengers Endgame. You've got to go see it on the biggest screen possible, surely. Um, and there was a fucking kid next to me, clearly the first time they'd been to a movie theater in their lives, and Iron Man's on the screen. Dad, who's that? Uh -huh. And then couple that with grown men crying, man. So, yeah, I will... I was like, Jesus. And there's nothing wrong with men crying, man. No. But Yo, we could. I, I firmly believe you could have seen the end of that movie a fucking huge mile off. There was something in, 
Infinity War. And then one of the Doctor Strange flicks that it hit me in such a weird way in that moment. I didn't start crying to media, books, TV shows, movies, none of that until probably about seven or eight years ago. And so when I'm watching Doctor Strange and I'm watching um, Infinity War, like I knew, I knew that Infinity War was going to be, there was going to be a second part to it. There was no way with the timing and pacing of the film that they were going to conclude the story. Like, Yeah. Oh, spoiler warning, by the way. (laughs) The movie's been out for four years now. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen it by this point, um, yeah, the movie's up, the movie's up for re-election. Four more years of right. Infinity War. Um, I actually liked Infinity War. I did. I, I liked the way they did it. Now I was watching it, and I knew there were things that I saw because I look at fuck it. I'm I'm a weirdo that looks at details. Like I knew going into Endgame that Thanos' arm was fucked because of the snap. His arm was destroyed, basically, is what my, like, that either the stones were destroyed and he was destroyed and his, or like, and his arm was just fucked and it was unusable or something like that. I knew Thanos couldn't snap again. Right, I've just got a phone call coming in. Wait, one sec. Wait, it's a friend of mine. (laughs) What's that? Oh, sorry, Ginger, he wants to speak to you. No, let, me, let me just put it on. No, 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 don't worry, she's cool, she's cool. Sorry. Yeah, no, I'll put it on. No, no, don't worry. You can say. <laughs> right, here he is. Hello, is that Ginger? Yes. <laughs> Hello, it's fucking Nick Jagger here. <laughs> what are you going to talk about? What was that about the stones being destroyed? <laughs> just you shut your mouth. Okay. Wait, so, cheers, Mick. No, no, I think. No, Mick, I think they got the message. Wait, what was that? Oh. Well, it's interesting you'd say that. He says he liked Infinity War as well. Okay. But- Except for the part where the stones got destroyed. That was bullshit. <laughs> and what was that? When did they get destroyed? Just around midnight. Oh, okay, Mick. <laughs> Thanks, Mick. Hey, no, no, you too, buddy. No, 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 please, please. You don't have to be so nice. Okay. Cheers. Love you, Mick. Bye. Uh... Sorry, there we go. Mick Jagger, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, be, <laughs> listen, <laughs> I, that was fantastic. You caught me off guard with that one. <laughs> but... Like, the person I saw it with didn't even notice. Because I'm that moviegoer that looks at every fucking detail. So, like, I was like, oh no, Thanos is going to be all fucked up the next movie. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Just fucking watch. And we're sitting in the theater watching fucking Endgame. And I turned to her and I said, what was that? (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) I threw up my hands and I was like, just saying. <laughs> like, but they're like, those were the ones that really hit me. But I haven't seen 
any of the Disney Plus TV shows. I haven't seen half of the Spider-Man stuff. I haven't seen most of the Thor series. Like, I'm missing huge chunks of the MCU. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I'm not missing them. Um, <laughs> I know how you feel. <laughs> no, 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 no. I've been very public about how I feel about the MCU movies. I've actually took it upon myself since being such a vocal hater to, with a Disney Plus account, watch pretty much everything. Mm. I'm not the hater I was. Uh, there's stuff to enjoy there, especially lately. Yeah. Um, didn't really care for the Multiverse of Madness too much. I haven't seen it. I haven't either. I like the first Doctor Strange a bunch. Love that one. Doctor Strange yeah. is by far one of my favorites because he just doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, um. Favorite thing they've done in a while? Loki. Really enjoyed Loki. Oh my god. It was so good. It was just, it had no right. But then again, fell into the trap. WandaVision fell into this trap real bad. And I think I've said this. I might have said this before, so please interrupt me if I have. Uh, the, they they do all this wonderful character building, world building stuff, and then in the final episode, it's a big CGI fuckfest. Oh, okay. because the stakes are so high that you can't help but have this like inhuman, gigantic MacGuffin at the end of the trail. We can't fight fight this. I, uh... I haven't seen... Really, I think the last one that I saw was Captain Marvel. Like, I remember Captain Marvel, I remember Endgame, but I haven't seen... did not hate Captain Marvel either, by the way. Dude, everybody shits on Captain Marvel, and I'm like... I know why you're shitting on it, but stop shitting on it. It's not that bad of a fucking movie. It's a it's a three to three point five out of five. It's not bad. Yeah. Um, Civil War got me uh, real. Just thinking, this is the worst aspect of all of these movies. Um, when it's like playing out the soap opera element of mm. the superheroes' relationships, and I'm like, dude, you're Captain America in costume, and you're talking about relationships. It's just you take me out of the movie straight away. We've uh, got to do it for each other, and I'm like, dude, come on, look at the rubber mask you're wearing. You look like you're about to like fucking charge people to come come look at your only fans. Yeah. <laughs> I, now, see, I did go see No Way Home. My roommate took me to go see No Way Home, and I didn't see. The Spider-Man movie previous. Yeah. Uh, the worst of the three, so you're not really missing much. Like, I I heard Far From Home, mixed reviews, cool, fine, whatever. I didn't watch a synopsis before seeing No Way Home, but I was there was enough contextualization there that I was able to figure it out, and it wasn't horrible. But... <sighs> Like, it's not a Rubik's Cube that movie. Um, it's just like a jolt of nostalgia to your pleasure sent out of that film, yeah. And when I was sitting in the theater watching it, and I'm like, I'm in the theater watching this, you got me, 
you know, your fucking trick has worked. You've put mm. in old actors into the movie, and this guy is now sitting in the seat. The guy that was not coming to see films, um, it has worked. <laughs> right. Uh, it's a good movie. It's yo. Was it worth the hype that it got? Uh, is it like the best movie of all time? No, it's not, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew, you know, when I was in the theater watching that movie, there were people going into that room that had literally just watched it, the showing before. Oh, wow. People got swept up in that shit. And it's hyperbole at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You've got to think, you know, for me, you've always got to be critical when going into media rather than just let it wash over you in, in like, blind enjoyment. And the reason for that is purely because um, you shouldn't accept anything. You shouldn't accept, like, shit. Right. <laughs> from these, especially when it's coming from these, like, multi-million dollar companies, you shouldn't just, like, accept what they're giving to you. So- and I guess maybe that's the spirit of why I get, I, I get so rolled up. Which do we know which came out first, the Incredible Hulk or uh, Iron Man? Hulk. Hulk. So no, they were released in the same year with with, with Eric with Eric Banner. No, with Ed Norton. Yeah, so the Eric Banner one was before. Oh, yeah, um, because they were no. released the same year. Iron Man came out before the Incredible Hulk. Yes, that's right. And Iron Man was what launched the MCU as is. And the Incredible Hulk was so bad in comparison. Getting rid of Ed Norton, I think, was the one thing that saved the MCU early on. Well, he was, an, he was a dickhead as well. And I think it didn't help his case. I mean, that's um, Ed Norton, though. Yo, I'd accept Ed Norton being a dickhead. Uh, it's just like, dude, we're trying to like create brand synergy here. We can't have you being a diva. We need team players, right? Yeah. Right. We're not after Brando. Uh, no. We need, you know, we need someone that's going to learn their fucking lines for starters. Um, go in there and just do the job, right? Yeah. Uh, I- as a filmmaker and film watcher, I appreciate your uh, uh, referencing uh, Doctor Moreau. <laughs> yes, exactly. He and Val was it Val Kilmer yep. in that movie? Yeah, and they were constantly Apparently. trying to out diva the other. They were they were absolutely what killed the production. <laughs> yeah. He almost killed the part. Uh, did we talk about this la- last podcast? Yes, yes we, did. we did with Roy. We talked about it with Roy when he turned up to Apocalypse Now uh, completely overweight. <laughs> he was mm-hmm. meant to have malaria. Um, God, and it's so funny. Uh, over the weekend, Toast brought up to me the movie Death to Spoochie. <laughs> which okay. my mom... So... We had Death to Smoochie on, I think, VHS. Maybe it was DVD. But Death to Smoochie was a movie that I watched way too young. My mom uh, brought it home. It was released in 2002. It stars Robin Williams, Ed Norton, Catherine Keener, Danny DeVito, Jon Stewart, Pam Ferris. Like, 
but it's about a, uh, let's, okay. A kid's show host, uh, Rainbow Randolph, played by uh, Robin Williams, is fired in uh, in disgrace while his replacement, Sheldon Mopes, a.k.a. Smoochie the Rhino, finds himself a rising star, played by Ed Norton. Unfortunately for Sheldon, the business of kids' television isn't child's play. Oh, come on. It's rated R. It's fucking ridiculous. I still think I watched uh, The NeverEnding Story way too young. Oh, I think I watched that one, uh, Death to Smoochie, when I was 15, though. I might have been... I would have just barely been double digits when Death to Smoochie came out. Fuck! I think... Uh, the crazy one for me, I had a VHS of Robocop maybe when I was about five. Oh, God. You know, and what questions I must have asked at the dinner table that day when I first popped that fucking VHS in and saw the scene where they, the guy is doing cocaine off the prostitute's breasts. <laughs> I'm sure my mom knows and my brother will attest uh, that this definitely happened. Uh, I watched the movie uh, Half-Baked with my older brother and sister. Elite. As a a kid. I'm trying to remember. Renee was still living at home. So I was probably around the... When did Half-Baked come out? Um, Came out in 98. So I would have been... Uh, single to double digits when my brother brought home Half-Baked. I think Tim is the one who brought it home. But when the chick's uh, shirt gets ripped off, they like reached over and like covered my eyes. I remember that so vividly because I was like, what's the matter? Why can't I see it? And now as an adult, I'm like, oh my god. I didn't understand anything in that fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny how you you get these things uh, as a kid, and you you don't know how to process them. But you're obviously just sat there watching them. You right. know when you like watch a movie you only saw as a kid, and then all of a sudden you are like, oh, I didn't process the plot to this at all. Mm-hmm. I was like, what was I oh. doing? Just looking looking at the colors on screen. Um. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I got in trouble in, um, like, I don't know what the fuck you'd call it. I don't know. Preschool. I don't know. Batman Forever. Um, okay. I told a kid, it was a quote from the Riddler from Batman Forever, and I kept saying to this one kid um, that he dreamed one day of being bare naked with a girl, which is something the Riddler says about Robin in Batman Forever. <laughs> And, you know, he said it, like, so obviously as a diss. I was using it as a diss. Oh, God. I'm so that's, on re- that's on record. That's on file. Um. <laughs> Another movie that I watched as a kid that I didn't understand until I got older, and I go back and I look at it every once in a while, is this uh, horror flick. That came out in 99 called Idle Hands. Okay. 
uh, Devin Sawa, Seth Green. Uh, this was an early Jessica Alba uh, movie. Um, basically, this dude jerks it too much, and his hand gets possessed, and he cuts what? it off, and it kills his friends. No. And, like it's it's a it's a trashy teen like horror flick, and it was an early Jessica Alba movie. <laughs> Stay classy, Jessica. Um, it was in probably I think it looks like. It was like her like tenth or twelfth thing she had been in. Um, Imagine being Jessica Alba's agent, and being like, "Hey, we've got we've got a possessed uh, jerk off movie. Do you want to be in it?" Dude, it was and one at of that the point. La- she's like, "Yeah, hell yes." It was one of the last things she did before she did Dark Angel, which launched her career. Uh, Jared Padalec or not Jared, Pad- uh, Jensen Ackles' career really heavily, and um, Michael Weatherly and Richard Gunn. So like a lot of like. Uh, back in those days, those actors did some weird fucking flicks, but every once in a while I go back to Idle Hands. It's like a stoner comedy that's like horror. And it's so good. Just signed up not straight, to be honest. You know I love that movie. Yeah, it's it's fucking it's rough, man. It's an hour and thirty two minutes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, perfect. Back when shit Take was it. short. Take notes, Marvel. Um, <laughs> I'm just imagining them in the house of Meister right now, like, oh no, we need a rewrite. <laughs> like, oh my god, this is fucking wild. Tom DeLong was in it. I forgot. Oh my god, get me this movie right now. <laughs> he played uh, a fucking fast food worker. <laughs> Yeah. You sure it just wasn't a hidden camera piece? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Oh. good old fucking idle hands, man. Idle hands. Yep. It's it's a movie I hadn't thought about in a long ass time. Uh, But I I I go back and I'll rewatch it every once in a while because it just makes me laugh. I've realized that there are actors and like looking back at the shows and stuff that I, I like from like the late nineties, early two thousands, I'm seeing a trend and a type and I don't know how I feel about it. Okay. I just, I don't know how I feel about it because it makes sense. The kind of men that like, I'm like, ah, no, this one. I like this one. I'll keep this one. And I kind of hate myself for it. Barring uh, from another um, uh, Golden 10 incident. Oh, no. uh, I don't think I need to translate what I just sent you in... uh, your Twitter DMs. Why? But I can if you need me to. <laughs> I uh, don't think I need to translate that, but if I need to, I'm here for you. No, but we need to uh, share this with Druid. Um, 
I'm more concerned of why you ordered that off of AliExpress. Uh, <laughs> enjoy the nightlight. Oh God, AliExpress. Okay, so Druid, you're you're gonna get. Um, uh huh. Is this a month's worth of dabs? No, it's gonna be in the resources tab. Okay. Um. Uh, knowing full well that Golden Ten was something that uh, I love that it just auto drops the picture. Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> so we don't. You can you can uh, have Twitter translate it, but AliExpress put uh, enjoy your nightlight, Andrea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, la lamprita de noche. Uh huh. And oh no! Okay. Oh no! It's just open the page wholesale. Okay. I was fine with the thumbnail. <laughs> so I was fine. Um, AliExpress dildos. Why would you? Because that's a suction cup on the bottom. That is an actual suction cup. Like. Thank you for clarifying that. I I, I can't. <sighs> I was really really scared that no one would get the suction cup. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. The old octopus tendril. I. Now, I love that when you go to AliExpress, the first thing in the search bar is like the, this is an example, uh, human hair wigs. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, well, that's common. That's common. Um, we've, got <gasps> a human, we've got a human hair place down the road. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm not sending this to anybody. But uh-huh. Good job, uh-huh. AliExpress customer support. Proud proud of you. Oh god. Okay. Mm. Okay. <laughs> oh no, I'm seeing some horrible things. We're closing that. We're not having another golden ten incident. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Nope. J- guys, just stay off AliExpress. It's safer that way. I never intended ever to go on to AliExpress. <sighs> but thank you for clarifying that. I have to go. I Bought a size youth large Neon Genesis Evangelion shirt in pink <laughs> once from Ali. My, I know people who use AliExpress to order like bulk products, and they're like, "No, man, we need a better China connection." And I was like, "Stop it! No, quit, quit ordering yeah. shit from China." <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna lie to you, my. My father's Gene Simmons axe base is a knockoff from AliExpress. Uh, okay. All right. I will let that one slide. <laughs> it's like, oh, the Chinese are doing something right. <laughs> I just, uh, I, I mean, I feel dirty ordering also, shit Also, I'd love Amazon. to be the guy from AliExpress packing pack that pack pack box. Dude, I would love... To to meet the random person that just works at Amazon that's packing the same like twelve dildos that the same like yes. white women women named like Denise are ordering off of Amazon yeah. and Janet yeah instead of going to a sex shop and buying like uh either their cheap shitty sex toys or like buying a decent sex toy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know what a cheap sex toy exists as. It's called your, it's, it's called your ex, honey. Look it up. 
Fine, I'm calling my ex and asking her. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? What's this? I've got another phone call. Right. <laughs> oh, hi, Mick. <laughs> okay. Right. Oh, interesting. Uh, Mick says that if you order sex toys from AliExpress, then your vagina turns green. I mean... That actually sounds like something. <laughs> What's I wouldn't yeah. be uh, fucking bloody surprised. Hell. Bloody hell, turn your vagina green. Like, uh, I know I've said this before, but sex toy companies have great recycling programs. But, like, I can't imagine, like, being that dude who, like, dumpster dives in, like, a public dumpster and there's just, like, a giant bag of just, like, dildos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Horse cocks. Yeah, just I mean, pocket pussies and and just giant dildos <laughs> and like busted Sabians. <laughs> it's like, damn, I've hit the fucking mother load here. When I was little. Oh God. <laughs> Hold on, this is it's it, you're fine, chill. <laughs> when I was little, there there's a so there's an adult sex shop that's not far from here. Okay. I think it's I think it's within two miles. Oh, it was called Naughty Time Novelties. Okay. Okay. Uh, when I was younger, they had a shipment come in, big semi full of every sex toy you can possibly think of. <laughs> uh, big semi. Sorry. And what ended up happening is someone carjacked the truck while they were unloading, closed it up. And uh, they found it three days later empty. God, that's a lot of happy burglars. <laughs> I was so the big commentary out of that came of uh, so uh, I guess there's an underground, <laughs> there's a black market for sex toys. Yeah, I mean, and of course, there is. Detroit, and they just got a big shipment. Hello, mate. They call me Captain Wank Sparrow. I really hope that they all got sent to Texas and spread <laughs> to all oh, fucking Texan Texas women. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Drew, yeah. Imagine, know, Texas has a law that you are only allowed to have ten sex toys. No, six. Oh, sorry, six. Oh my god, six are the best. Um, <laughs> you're you're, <laughs> you're only allowed six sex toys. I mean, who's placing that? I, I don't know. Excuse me, you got six and a half. I see that Tanger egg cup. <laughs> but you you're using the uh, as a vase. Imagine that you've just got you've got begonias uh, popping up outside of your flashlight to try and like trick the cops. I, I don't know. It's enforceable at all. Yes, Texas bans the possession of or promoting the use of more than six dildos. So you can't promote the use of more than six dildos at once. How do you mean promote? Um, I would like to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look. Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> I'm missing <laughs> seven dildos. <laughs> I. It's like, it's like the seven samurai, except the swords are phallic. <laughs> But you mean here, more phallic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
There's I, nothing more phallic than a fucking sword. I wonder how much uh, secret, like, illegally made porn is made in Texas then that is more than just six dildos. <laughs> it's just a fucking underground yeah, ring of shot. porn out of Texas where there's just seven to ten dildos in the shot. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and, they, and they're using it as, like, a back massager. <laughs> This is really hidden. New spots. And then the FBI come in. Stop what you're doing! Purple one. I like the purple one. It feels better. Is that a bad dragon you've got in your attache case there, madam? I've never seen that before. Hey, it looks like it's uh, got some uh, prosthetic ejaculate inside. Uh, that's, a bu- that's not a bug board. My favorite word. Oh God! Yeah, I like. <laughs> imagine just a random inspection, just you know, knocking on the fucking door. Hello, ma'am. Uh, I need to search your um your uh bedroom. Uh, what? Why? I'm doing a sex toy check today. Uh, <laughs> listen, hey, this is just as awkward for me as it is for you. Uh, please show me. <laughs> hey, madam. Uh, I hope to God, as I've gone through your house, I've found six dildos so far. Uh, that's the regulation limit. That's okay with me. But if I go in, in this closet right here and you don't disclose the fact that you own a seventh, a goddamn seventh, I'm, I'd threaten to hit you with my belly club. But then again, I bet you'd enjoy it. Oh, God. I bet you'd put that belly club where the sun don't shine. Oh, shit. I just... I can't even imagine. I would just be like, what are you going to do? Anything's a dildo if you're brave enough. I'm allowed to own more than six things in my home. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Yeah, there's there's certain certain parts of the the fruit and vegetable section of your local supermarket that uh, should be banned. Mm. The cucumbers. Hey. You better not be doing anything funny with that uh, box of cucumbers there, madam. No public sucking fucks. <laughs> I need... I I have... Google is the best and worst thing in the fucking world. Okay. Um, because I I googled the, the Texas law like I do. Um... People are related searches. You know, how many guns can you own? Texas law is weird law. (laughs) Can you marry a horse in Texas? Can you gay marry a... Oh, can you just marry a horse in Texas? Not gay marry a horse in Texas? Bestiality isn't illegal. (sighs) Texas is one of eight states that does not have a ban on the books against bestiality that's if you allow, if you allow if you allow bestiality, then it sounds to me that maybe that you're the exact state that should be allowing for a seventh fucking dildo. <laughs> pocket pu- pocket pussy is the most horrific thing I've heard. In <laughs> that's such a disgusting term. It is. It's a illegal to sell one's eyes. It's illegal to commit a crime without a 24-hour notice. It's illegal to milk another person's cow. It's illegal yes. to be a possession of the Encyclopedia Britannica collection. It's illegal what? to walk around barefoot. <laughs> Top five weirdest laws in Texas. 
There are a lot of stupid laws in Texas. But remember, this is also the state that, uh, why we have, uh, the holiday Juneteenth. Yes. It is illegal to drink more than three sips of beer while standing. We broke laws in Texas toast. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. It's illegal to carry wire cutters in your pocket. It's illegal to feather dust in public buildings. It's illegal to buy cheese on Sunday. It's Look, illegal to eat trash. I still have the ability trash. to smoke in that state, so... Shh. <laughs> uh, here's one for you. If you think Texas is bad, here's the UK. Oh, yes. When a whale or sturgeon becomes beached, it must be offered up to the reigning monarch. My li- my lord, <laughs> my lady. In, in Scotland, it is illegal for the bo- for a boy under the age of ten. Only boys, by the way. A boy under the age of ten to see a naked mannequin. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is an offence to handle a salmon and look suspicious while doing so. <laughs> uh, you can be killed if you wear a suit. Suit of honor in Parliament. Uh, <laughs> um, it's illegal to not do a run. Uh, if you linger after a funeral, you can be arrested. Uh, oh, right. what? Yeah, it is illegal to linger after a funeral. Everyone does it. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh God. Weird, uh, top 10 weirdest Iowa laws. Are you ready for this? Because it's uh, fucking how weird. How many of them involve corn? Uh, one of them. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's illegal for mustached men to kiss women in public. It's illegal uh, for... Right. No smooth for you. <laughs> right? It's That's illegal. like every every hipster concert is just like fucking under FBI surveillance. Bunch of pigeons on the wire outside. <laughs> it's illegal for a kiss to last longer than five minutes. <laughs> fucking hell. It's illegal to sell... To do. <laughs> right? It's illegal to sell drugs without a drug tax stamp. According to Iowa law, one-armed piano players must perform for free. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Like they've not had enough hardship on that journey ahead of time. Right. It's a crime in Iowa to use a dead person's handicapped parking sign or license plate. Duh. Ministers must obtain a permit to carry their liquor across state lines. What? Yep. In Cedar Rapids, Iowa, it's illegal to read a person's palms in city limits. In Ottumwa, a man may not wink at a woman he does not know. Now I want to go commit so many crimes. In Marshalltown, horses are forbidden to eat fire hydrants. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn. My nag is always uh, hitting the fire hydrants. In Mount Vernon, one must obtain written permission from the city council before throwing bricks or stones into a highway. You must re- <laughs> you must get a permit? <laughs> you must get yeah, written I, permission. What, I, I, I want to know the circumstances as to which makes that acceptable. It's Hang written on, I'm permission. Not up the permit. It's written permission, not a permit. <laughs> 
Oh, well, fuck. And then... I wanted wanted the permit. The Iowa legislature once passed a resolution ordering the state cafeteria to start serving cornbread. (laughs) Is that the only corn one? That's the only corn-related one. I am disappointed with you, Iowa. Yet again. Oof. Oh, dude. Okay, I'm, now I'm looking up the Ohio ones. <laughs> Wait a minute. There and are some doozies in Ohio. It's illegal in Cleveland to catch a mouse without a hunting license. In Colum- oh. in Columbus, right? In Columbus, it's illegal for stores to sell cornflakes on Sunday. <laughs> Look, grocery stores. In North Canton, it's illegal to roller skate without notifying the police. Yeah. What Sorry, it's uh, Sting. Sting, I just want you to know. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. In Laid away. <laughs> In Toledo, it's illegal to throw a snake at somebody. I'm driving down there right now. <laughs> In the state of Ohio, it's illegal to kill a housefly within 160 feet of a church without a license. (laughs) In Canton, it's a misdemeanor to play any game in a public park without the superintendent's permission. Of the park? Or just the superintendent of a school? I don't know. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) boo-boo. And do you know in Yellowstone Park it's illegal to steal a picnic basket? (laughs) In Lima, Ohio, any map that does not have Lima clearly stated on the map cannot be sold. (laughs) That just sounds bougie. In Youngstown, riding on the roof of a taxi cab is not allowed. Man, fuck Youngstown. (laughs) In McDonald, your duck may not parade down Ohio Avenue. Sorry, authentic. <laughs> so yeah, uh, <laughs> that's fantastic, dude. Uh, there's some weird ass laws in this fucking country. Don't look at Michigan's, dude. It's illegal to cuss in front of women or children. Is that in Michigan? Yeah. Yeah. It's against the law to paint sparrows and sell them as parakeets in Harper Woods. Yep. Pigs cannot run free in Detroit unless they have a ring in their nose. Yep. It's illegal to serenade your girlfriend in Kalamazoo. <laughs> you can't. In all honesty, it's just a tax on uh, frat boys from Western Michigan. Alligators are not allowed to be tied to a fire hydrant in Detroit. <laughs> what? It's illegal to scowl at a woman in Detroit. <laughs> What's a scowl? Scowl, a scowl like a like a like a, an ill look. I did it all the time. Wait, I'm just getting a fo- I'm just getting a phone call here. <laughs> What's that, Mick? <laughs> right, Mick's got something to say. Right? Yeah, yeah. You you tell him. Goldstein of NBC News learned last week. Some critics say your new album um, stinks. No, they would say it's a terrific record. I think it's a terrific record. It stinks. (laughs) Why to the next one? 
Some of them say your record is sexist and possibly racist. What do you say about that? The next one's going to be more racist and more sexist and going to be a whole bunch better. No! Wait, Nick. What? Oh. Um, no. Toast, did you know about this one? All bathing suits must be inspected by the head of police in Rochester. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so talk about being weird as shit. <laughs> Uh, Mick, did you have anything to do with that law? (laughs) Huh? I bloody did. (laughs) I bloody fucking did. Robbers can file a lawsuit if he or she is injured on your property. Yeah, that's the bullshit one that we have. (laughs) You're trespassing. I can still fucking sue you. I, dude, there's so many fucking... Weird laws. <laughs> and you know what the weird, the weirdest law of all? What? My mother-in-law. <laughs> back, back to the comedy cast. Oh God. With me, Drew Carey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I, I wait for the day. Uh, that someday this gets big enough that we're like, no, we've got like, you know, uh, a comedian that people actually know who the fuck they are. And we're just like, (laughs) so, uh, want to talk about dick jokes and (laughs) and farts? Like, what the You want to know about real comedy, bro. (laughs) Right. I I may or may not have started watching a, a new podcast recently, and it's four content creators. Right. And the amount that they talk about farts, dicks, and cum, I, I'm like, what? I, am I highbrow in comparison? What the fuck is happening? We, we are highbrow, man. <laughs> Can I just say that for a second? Like... We take guests uh, by, I mean, and Toast, you'll you'll be no stranger to this now, but we take guests by surprise all the time with the uh, philosophy corner that we've been getting into. Yeah. We didn't do that shit in season one. No. Maybe this is just the confidence of... I, I, I actually, here's a stat for you. Did you know that 20%, I learned this today, 20% of podcasts don't get past the first episode. What? Yeah, twenty percent of podcasts make one episode, and that's it. Holy shit! So See, that's why I said you won't find mine. <laughs> well, not, we will not mine, my original one. Uh huh. Wasn't even mine. It was mm-hmm. Jerry's. Okay. Mhm. Damn it, Jerry! And <laughs> it, it's it's just like. Because I look like Joe Rogan, I going back to Joe Rogan, but the Joe Rogan experience has uh, the Joe Rogan experience is on episode one thousand eight hundred and forty two, and they what? there's one thousand eight hundred and forty two episodes of the Joe Rogan experience, and they run in length. From one to three plus hours. Fantastic. 
Like. Oh, sorry. Let me just. Sorry, yeah. You've got to stop calling me while I'm recording, bro. Mick. <laughs> Mick says it's too much. <laughs> <laughs> I love this that like, Mick's become like uh, my like puppet companion. In this <laughs> and what was that, Mick? Like just for the kids. Oh, Gosh, you shut shit. your mouth, kids. Dude. Uh, uh, we're doing quite well. This is 31. Yeah. I mean, because here's the thing. Rogan puts out a new episode almost daily. Right, right, right. Like, that's insane. I mean, honestly. I mean, you, if we did this every day, I'll be dead. Right. Straight up. I wouldn't survive this because, like, getting up the next day after recording one of these ain't pretty. I'm going to tell you that now. Even after tonight, I can't see it being, like, that fucking great. Yeah, I mean, and we're recording earlier on on purpose. Like, we had the flexibility to do it. Absolutely. Because you have an early morning day job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Oh, don't I know it? And you're, you are getting up and going to work and dropping me messages as I'm trying to fall asleep. Yeah, you're still awake. Yeah, that that's not, that's not a uh, fucking. Uh, I, I've not. I'm not lost on that fact. Like. And I feel so bad because I'm just like, yup, that's the thing. You're like, oh my God, we only finished recording four hours ago and my dude's in work. <laughs> yeah, I do. But I'm very, I try to be very much like, hey, so let's do this on your time because yeah, yikes. So anybody who's been on the pod who listens knows that like... We kind of go, we go on and we go crazy and we have a good time and we laugh and we joke, but it, it's fucking, like, this is not a, <laughs> a short, small thing that we do. Yeah, this, I mean, seriously, uh, if you think these things run long, you should see how long the audio file is before the edit. Yeah, like, everybody who comes on this podcast will say it's an experience, but they, I haven't had anybody come to me and say that I don't think I would like to do that again. Everybody's like, no, I will happily come back, please. I mean, listen, look at Toast. This is number four. Uh, yeah, a mere shadow of his former self after being done with us in the fucking shark tank of long form talk. <laughs> so, Brian, you ever done DMT? What's that like? I have done zero psychogenics uh, for obvious reasons of I'm terrified. I see that for uh, you. I'm I terrified I will actually lose my mind. <laughs> I uh, already don't have a great grasp on it to begin with, so... You know, you know I'll say this. LSD saved me from a mental health crisis. Take from that what you will. I'm not telling anyone to do it. Mm -hmm. 
Um, it lasts for like 11 to 12 hours, and by the end, you just wish it would stop. <laughs> uh, yeah. God, uh, fucking 11 hours into a LSD trip. And I thought, it's funny, over, I'm going to text my friends and tell, me, tell them I'm okay. And then as I'm pressing the buttons on my phone screen, uh, the letter buttons, the letters were flying off the screen. <laughs> Being someone who's who's been um, on the yeah, receiving it, I, end, I would of, attribute. Sorry, mm. like being on the receiving end of messages from people who are doing, you know, any form of like a psychedelic drug, it's fucking wild, dude. Yo, um, here was the crazy thing for me: the effect of it that I never ex- expected in a million years was it just. It changed my mindset, not completely, but just enough so I reframed the perspective in which I looked at things. Right. And the craziest thing that happened, the thing I didn't expect, was all of a sudden, in my third year of college, final year, I was a bum. I wasn't doing very well. I was a manic depressive, um, as I've alluded to a couple of times on the pod. Uh, All of a sudden, you know, someone that was really coasting on the just passable grades, really at the bottom of the class. It was like the strangest thing over and, and uh, you know, once again, not to be Joe Rogan and, uh, and advocate for it. It's not for everyone. You've got to know going into it. That it's for you. Yeah. Um, however, my college grades went from being the worst to the best in a, the matter of, in a matter of a day. It was wild. It was wild. I was also receiving counselling, CBT and all those things, mm-hmm. but it was wild. I, all of a sudden, I, my mind just worked in this, like, it, it just changed the chemistry enough that I all of a sudden had this natural proclivity for discourse and criticism on literature. Mm-hmm. It was the strangest thing. And then I realised that all these guys have just been whacked out the whole time. Yeah, I'm all for people trying something and do it safe, doing it safe. Like I had a a friend in college who wanted to do, uh, who wanted to do psychedelics, and he wanted to do them with someone who would make sure that he was safe. And yeah, I'm like. It, absolutely dude and he goes will you come with me to get it and i was like yeah sure let's go like we were gonna go hang out together and he wanted to watch fight club and terrible idea like i was like dude you don't want to do this well he chickened out on taking the psychedelics and just smoked a whole bunch of weed but he still smoked a whole bunch of weed and watched Fight Club. Which Yeah. And then and then great. he walked he he walked away saying birds weren't real. <laughs> and and Sounds you know right. when I was on LSD I watched the Simpsons movie. Oh. <laughs> which was uh Do you know what was weird? The movie was like the same as every time I'd like I'd seen it maybe twice before. And I don't know why I ended up watching that. So I think someone else put it on, like the person that was kind of sober mm-hmm. 
which makes even less sense to me now. I think about it. The Watcher. Um, and the movie was the same, but with some just parts of it were just insanely weirdly different at the same time. Like, uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this before on the podcast. I'm starting to like lose track on what we've said and not said uh, in a big way. Uh, so sorry if I'm repeating myself, people at home and toast and ginger, but uh, there's a scene where Homer Simpson rides a bicycle, uh, like a motorcycle up the dome that's covering Springfield. And he's at the top and it's looking down at the town and it was like looking down at the town and I could just see all the people like it obviously isn't in the movie, but I could just see all the people from Springfield were just down there dead. Oh my God. So like Mo, Mo had like no fucking eyes, man. And like, they were just all dead at the bottom and just for a split second, that was just in the movie for me. Which was very strange. Wow. Because like you don't see things that aren't there necessarily. You see, it, it, it's like an augmentation of what is there. Yeah. Uh, also, fun story is when I looked in the mirror, I went for a piss, and for whatever reason in my home, there is a mirror adjacent to the toilet, uh, like like in front of your face if you're going for a piss standing up. <laughs> and they say never look in a mirror when you are. On psychedelics, and obviously, I went for a piss. Mm-hmm. And it's weird enough changing rooms. That's the hardest thing about doing psychedelics is changing rooms because when you change rooms, it it's the vibe is different. And yeah. the whole thing about surviving that experience is acclimatizing to the vibe of where you are and getting in touch with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at I look in the mirror, and my face just looked like a Van Gogh painting. You know that style uh, <laughs> where it's like all the lines. That and colourful lines, it was like my face looked like that and all the shit was moving. Mm. That was wild. I don't know if I've ever told that story. Um, my parents caught me. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. Yo, and this is, this is why... Uh, so my parents caught me. I was on LSD. I, in fact, I'd taken it late at night whilst I was drunk. So kind of just thought, oh, I'll see some pretty colours and then that'll be cool. Not realising that I took two tabs of double-dipped LSD. Uh, Basically the equivalent of taking four tabs of LSD, my first time taking it. Jesus. Thinking it would just happen straight away and I would be fucked for like maybe two hours and then go home and it'd be fine. It it takes a while to kick in. So I just went to bed thinking it was a dud. And I think we'd got drunkenly got mcdonald's on the way home so i wake up straight away as soon as this shit kicks in literally two hours after i've rested my head um with mcdonald's wrappers all around me which freaked me out the lsd had just kicked in and the sunlight was just coming through the window and i could hear the birds outside and i couldn't see it, but I could feel the energy of a toucan outside my window fluttering its wings, which would become um, a motif for the whole experience. Yeah. Won't go into that. I'll go into the funny parent story instead. Uh, so I'm freaking out because I can't remember taking the LSD at this point because I was so drunk when I fucking took it. Uh, and it starts to dawn on me, oh, shit. The reason the room is moving, your rug is moving, is because you're on acid. 
And I'm thinking, shit, it's six in the morning on a Sunday. I'm due to be at work at 12 p.m. <laughs> in six hours. Uh, that call in sick to work was fun, by the way. Oh, um, <laughs> I bet. I actually, I actually quit my job over the phone. Um, best, best decision I ever made, by the way, because it was a shit retail job. I actually became a teacher shortly after that. Oh, wow. Um, I won't lie to you. The whole experience did improve my life. But anyway, it dawns on me. I can't hide what I'm doing. I try to stand up and I'm like, you know, I can feel light. (laughs) And I realize it's a Sunday morning. My parents are downstairs. So really bravely i decide i'm gonna bite the fucking bullet i'm just gonna go down and tell them everything that's happening and my mom was in the garden outside you know doing busy work by the time i actually found the courage to go downstairs and she looked at she just looked at me and she went what the fuck is wrong with you and i said to her and this is no word of a lie i will never ever forget that this is what i said to her i said mom I'm in a crystal prison of my own design. Mm -hmm. And she was just like, what the fuck? And I was like, I'm on acid, mom. And she was like, who gave it to you? And I was like, I took it myself, silly. (laughs) And started (laughs) laughing. And that was a crazy day. They just knew about it. (laughs) And we've never spoke about it since. Oh, my God. I also had a TV repairman that was meant to be coming to my room that day, and I was terrified. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not going to lie. Sorry, so I'm really sorry. That story killed on Rogan. Uh, no, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm sitting here scrolling through photos of people from college. Because I, I was thinking about that dude that I went to college with, and I haven't seen or heard from a lot of those folks in a while. But I'm seeing just like people that I used to know, and I'm like, holy fuck, I haven't thought about these folks in some of these folks in a long time. And I realized that I don't have a lot of the same friends that I had from my college years. Or my high school years. Like. Yeah. It's that weird realization of like. Oh no. Holy shit. I used to be friends with these people. Like I used to do. All of these things. And. Now. Like. I helped. Fun. Or like helped start a gaming club in college. You always work, always working. Yeah, like, it was tabletop games, it was video games, it was whatever kind of games. It was just a gaming club. Whatever games you like to play, you were, you were welcome. And, like, it looks like someone else, um, it looks like someone else, uh, kept it going for a little while after I left. But, like, I'm just trying to, like, think of, like, I'm in contact with 
my service fraternity mom still. Morgan, if you're listening, I love you to death. Um, but like I, and my ex-boyfriend from college, the next time I head out towards Michigan and Ohio, I have to stop it and see him because he's asked to see me. Him and his current wife, they're like, you know, when they found out that I was getting a divorce, they sent me cookies and a beautiful letter, like great fucking people. And there's so many great people from my college years that I just haven't ever heard from again. First question, did you accept their cookies policy? I did. Yeah. Second question, second thing, just... Here's to Morgan out there, if you're listening. We know you are. No. Oh, sorry. That, that, was, that was Mick. That wasn't me. I, I actually sat down uh, around Christmas and, and talked, to, talked to Morgan for the first time in a long time. Uh, and... I need to fucking reach out to her, her again. But like, cause I yeah, know so many people who are just like, Hey, um, you know, I'm hanging out with like my college friends or my, my high school friends. And it's like, but do I actually ha- like what? I don't even talk to really hardly anybody I went to high school with. Yeah. Like, it's funny how it works out like that, yeah. I'm trying to think, because, like, I don't really talk to to anybody. I know I could call on some people, but... That's that's the nature of getting older. Mm-hmm. I heard, uh, I learned today, it's, I turned 30 on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I learned today that um, the surprise party for the birthday got cancelled because not enough people are... So they were coming. Oh. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that's kind of my my thing. I canceled the stream the the day before my birthday that I typically would do because I went to a comedy show and people either ignored me or they were like, Holy shit, we th- basically thought you were dead. <laughs> right, right. But it's like getting divorced from your twenties, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so fucking weird, man. Thirty on Saturday. I know. Congratulations, man. You fucking made it to dirty thirty. Not yet. Well, sooner. <laughs> I'm doing everything I can. To the um, listener now, you will have hit. Yeah. So, yeah, this is the the ghost of my. Uh, the final gasp of the ghost of my twenties. Talking to you right now. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it's. You'll all never hear me as. Uh, no. Now the joint pain starts as soon as you turn thirty. <laughs> hey, dude, my joint pains only start when I run out of weed. Ah, uh, shit, dude. That's joint pain in my right. Marijuana is a fantastic anti-inflammatory. It is. <laughs> Ibuprofen, am I right? <laughs> Ibuprofen, I'm fucking using that now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, Toast, I woke up this morning and I had to take some Ibuprofen. My fucking back hurts. 
Uh, it's fucking good shit toast, man. I got nice and toasted. <laughs> yeah, the cops raided my house and I had to uh, had my seventh pocket pussy, my favorite one. <laughs> now we're just hitting everything. <laughs> yeah. In, in, Japan, in Japan, it's called Poke Pussy. Oh. Yeah. Poke, poke, pika, pika. I and mean... You know, you know that bit in Pokemon where they were like, um, "Can you guess the Pokemon?" And it's just like a flashlight. <laughs> well, I mean, in Japan they were called pocket monsters. Yeah, that's exactly you. You you get my joke. I love that. So I mean, I mean, yeah, I'm, actually, I'm actually more into Digimon, digital monsters these days. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I want you to know, knowing this knowledge now, that Markiplier uh, video is really weird. The, the the Smasher Pass, Mark doing the Smasher Pass on every fucking Pokemon. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Okay. And, and I was suggested that that was something that I do, is a Smasher Pass uh, of the Pokemon on stream. <laughs> I mean, we could do it right now if you want. There's 900 Pokemon. <laughs> Original 150. I'm fucking Mr. Mime, little twink. <laughs> Straight. Uh, who am I passing on? Scyther. That looks painful. <laughs> I'd give Volplume a good go. Uh, let's see. No, I wouldn't fuck a single Pokemon, man. They're all butters. <laughs> That's what they want you to do. Mm-hmm. Just sandwich your cock in between two cards like a, a fucking thing you are. <laughs> 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 Professor Oak, that would. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, it. I know that there is someone out there somewhere who's just like tentacool and tentacruel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's the same woman who has seven bad dragon dildos in a chest yeah. at the foot of her bed. Kesatsunade oni no unida. See anything I know to say in Japanese? <laughs> Translates to the police are my bitches. Kesatsunade oni no unida. I bet you there's some dude out there that would also smash Jinx. Uh, <laughs> There's some dude that has. Um, <laughs> it's all about Mr. Mime. It's all about Mr. Mime, the twink with the pink cheeks, man. Um, he'll serve it up to you softly, but he's a demon when you get down to it. <laughs> oh my god, I'm evolving right now. That's Markiplier. Um, <laughs> oh god. Why enjoy a diglet when you can have Doug Trio? Oh my. But if my you God. have if you have two Doug Trio and a Diglet in Texas, you you know. <laughs> right, then you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, you you've gotta go you've gotta go and like put those Pokemon in the bank. Fucking I Blastoise is one of those weird ones too. Yeah, he's shooting f- <laughs> thick ropes. <laughs> <laughs> Blastoise. We are no longer highbrow. We have now made it down to everybody else's level. <laughs> this is 
<laughs> this is what everyone else wanted. Blastoise, Blastoise. <laughs> Yes, this is the same guy that referenced Rende Cart in a previous episode. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, I, li- I like to think we're like the wise crack of Twitch podcasts. Yes. Uh, well, Blast off. I, I'm speaking of blasting. Uh, do do we have any uh, dating <laughs> advice questions? Uh, I'm having trouble loading the page. Can we come back to it? Yes, absolutely, because we've got some uh, guest questions. Now, Toast, you're you're not unfamiliar. Uh, you've been on this <laughs> podcast many a times. <laughs> so, uh, you what? you did say beforehand that you had another mundane superpower? Uh... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I guess I don't know if it's a mundane superpower. Okay. Okay. Let us be the uh, judge. Just I want the ability to jump like a hundred feet. That's it. <laughs> That's. I don't need it going farther. It's just one thing. But got. But like mm. physics still exists. My knees will hate me. I'm just loving the idea that you just want to be like, you know, you're playing Wii Golf and then you hit the ball 100 feet and then it just turns into Toast's face. (laughs) Oh, God. I I have no, I'm just a regular fucking human. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it's just the moment you, yeah, you can jump a hundred feet. You're going to hate life, but you can do it. God. Okay. So, what? um, I've got one here. Hi, I'm Ryan McCafferty from, uh, IGN and the IGN podcast. And my, uh, chosen superpower would be to have x-ray vision and be able to see what's in a loot box before I open it. Ugh. Fucking gross. I... (laughs) Fucking gross, man. Ugh. I... I hate the fucking... Ugh. Don't get me started on gambling and loot boxes and shit. Ugh. I'm trying to remember, though, what your original mundane superpower was, though, Toast. Oh, that I could just literally just take my arm and just wipe all of it onto the ground and it would just be in a trash bag. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. I still wish that my office is (laughs) terrifyingly disgusting. My favorite thing to do to you is when we're both... We're we're both sitting uh, with our cameras on, and we're talking, and I go, what the fuck is in the background? Is that trash? And you go, no, that's just a fucking normal thing. I'm just like, are you sure? Because it looks like trash. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of that asshole friend, and I love you, Toast. Thank you for putting up with me. You're welcome. 
<laughs> I give you so much shit and you just put up with it. Uh, you're welcome. I love you. Uh, you're great. Uh, clean up your stream room, you filthy animal. <laughs> I have a garbage bag already going, so chill. I'm proud of you. This is how a typical Toast Gingy conversation goes. Too. Uh, for the record, I ha- was doing this before you asked <laughs> me to be on the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So uh, let's get into some of these uh, questions. And we've got uh, one from a patron, the wonderful Lava Monster. And he says, not a question, but a game. One person says the superpower they wish they had. The other two give stipulations. Example, I have the ability to fly, stipulation one, but you can only fly six inches off the ground. Stipulation number two, you can only fly while wearing a sexy Kermit suit. So, like, (laughs) stipulations to the power. Yeah, uh, six inches off the ground's better than no inches. (laughs) So, we all have to name a superpower, and then the other two get to make it fucking atrocious. Okay. Um, I'll play your uh, your little game, Lava. <laughs> uh, anybody have a power? Okay. Uh, teleportation. Toast, do you have a stipulation? It can only be to your parents' bedroom. I was going to say, you can only be naked. <laughs> um, well, I'm in love. naked to your parents' bedroom. I'm a fucking monster. <laughs> um. right. Okay. Wow. Okay. I'm so glad I got bitten by that uh, fucking radioactive marriage counselor. <laughs> I mean, what do I say in... Uh, we're telling it, sorry, mom. Oh my god, dad! I'm like, dad, I've got so much more body hair than you. That's so weird. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I look I mean, like Robin Williams compared to you, dad. Uh, I mean, if this was me, I would have just been like, oh come on, this isn't the worst thing you've caught me doing. Uh, you've seen me naked before. <laughs> you made me. Now we're all just together as God intended. Here's the problem. My parents are divorced, so is half of me showing up at my dad's and half of me showing up at my mom's? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> mm. Oh, God. <sighs> um, no, no, that's part of the stipulation. It brings them back together <laughs> in the room where you were conceived. Like, what are you doing here? Why is there red wine everywhere? <laughs> Can someone come up with a new power? <laughs> um, I'm sick of, my, sick of thinking about my parents' bedroom. I mean, the ability to read minds. Oh, oh my goodness. Well, <laughs> uh, 
you can only read one mind, and that is the mind of uh, Paulie Shaw. Okay. And it's only his dirty thoughts. Okay. I'm not... Alright, cool. That's not the worst thing in the world. (laughs) But it's his intrusive dirty thoughts. Okay. Yeah, he's like, God, I'd love to fuck that chair right now. (laughs) As I'm sure he thinks quite often. (laughs) God, I love how these tidy whities feel so tight they're right up my asshole. I mean... I'm probably sure, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Ginger Talks podcast. I listen every Monday, and you should too. <laughs> and while you're there, why don't you go onto linktr.ee forward slash ginger talks and get into your intrusive thoughts before we get into your intrusive thoughts and find out your bank account details. <laughs> uh, I mean... That's not the worst thing that you guys could have done, so I will take it. <laughs> what about you, Toast? No, come on, it would get old so quick. Oh, absolutely. But, I mean... You know, you could be in that gritty reboot in, instead of what minute women want with Mel Gibson. It's fucking what Paulie Shaw wants with Ginger Snap 67. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, think... About the reality of that. Every time he has like a seedy thought in his mind, you just get it. And let's be honest, he's thinking that all the time. Mm-hmm. I only learned who he was through the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it it could be really horrible, but it could also mm. be fucking ridiculous just sitting there streaming and then all of a sudden, oh. No, but it's like irrespective of location, so yeah. you just get them. You got beamed Whoa. in. Just it doesn't matter wherever, whenever. I'm having a professional conversation with a teacher, and then just oh god, uh, oh uh, god. Uh, no, you, you find <laughs> oh, out your jack. You, you find out you're jacking off at the same time. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? Like, and you're like, you're going, you're like, oh yeah, this pornography is really good. Or whatever people think. <laughs> and then Paulie Shaw's also going, um, you uh, I love it when this soccer team pisses on the ball. What? <laughs> <laughs> There's videos out there like that. Come on. I'm we'll sh- sure there is, but okay. I'm actually referencing a very specific time in my life that relates to an ex-girlfriend of mine. Were you pissing I don't know on about soccer it. balls? No, no, no. I went. I. Uh, I'll probably have to edit this out. I'm not gonna. It's fine. I'm not gonna name her. Um, <laughs> I was staying over, and I opened her laptop, and okay. it was. Uh, she had Pornhub open, and it was a video of a Japanese high school soccer team with their pixelated vaginas uh, pissing on a soccer ball. <laughs> that's 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 you know to each their own i mean yeah you do you man different strokes i accept you it's fine oh, um don't put this in the podcast but uh if you guys get really bored you want to watch something really funny look up peanut butter snatch no that's staying in um <laughs> nope. that's gonna be the name of the episode that's fine um <laughs> yep <laughs> 
Peanut Butter Snatch. Yep. It's actually a sequel to um, Charlotte LaBeouf's Peanut Butter Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, listeners, I've ruined it. I mean, remember the first time you were on how I yeah, ruined it. True. <laughs> and now it's on merchandise. Now our friendship is entirely based around <laughs> Golden Ten. I mean, mm. yeah, pretty much. Oh. Um. All right. <laughs> I actually thought of. Uh, I thought of my stupid. I thought thought of a superpower that's really just stupid. I have the ability to turn on anybody with bread. <laughs> uh, very toe specific. <laughs> Stipulate stipulation. They all get yeast infections. <laughs> and it's only pumpernickel. <laughs> wow, I don't know if that's racist or not. It's a type against of bread. Pumper- oh, against pumpernickel. <laughs> I'm trying to give pumpernickel. I'm trying to give pumpernickel a bit of spotlight here, man. <laughs> I don't know why everyone hates pumpernickel. It's really good, especially with pastrami. <laughs> I think that's your reason. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love you and I actually don't <laughs> care. Pumpernickel is fine. Uh but Okay. It just everybody likes to hate on Pumpernickel. Oh yeah, Druid hasn't seen this yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> That's like every fart I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so I finally like we finally found an an image uh, that would accurately depict if Toast and I ever got into a physical fight. And this is it. This this gif is it, and it's a boxer just kind of standing there, and the other one is all sorts of fancy footwork. Puts up his right hand, jabs with the left, and then just footworks away. And it's like a cheeky jab. (laughs) Yeah. It's not even like a real like hit, but Toast has started this lore that no matter what happens, like I will win every fight. Like, don't shoot her. You're just going to make her mad. Like he started this lore and it's continuing to grow. (laughs) Just wait till my next iteration. Oh, no. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's all great. Oh, God. (sighs) God damn it. I'm terrified of what he's about to do to me. It's fine. Uh, It's fine. But, no, I mean, that is literally a thing that's just, like, it's permeating. And so I had someone in my life who who follows my Twitter who was just like, ah, so we're not shooting you now? And I'm like, did you ever try to shoot me before? And he goes, no. I was like, um, excuse me, sir? Like, but it's branching farther into my my real life. And you didn't even 
you you don't know these people, Toast. What have you done? <laughs> I know. Uh. <laughs> I'm gonna post a gif of my thoughts of if Chidge ever needed to fight someone. Fuck <laughs> it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my my gif is actually Ginger and Ginger and I fighting you. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie. Uh, cocaine-fueled Pam is very much... Uh, it's very ginger. <laughs> it's very me. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Um, okay, Lava, I'm so glad that you led us down this ridiculous road. Thank you. I, I wonder what <laughs> cocaine yogurt tastes like. What? Awful. <laughs> it tastes great. Right. The answer is awful. <laughs> to take it out, you want it, man. God damn it. To take it out, you fucking want it, man. Listener, if you don't know what I'm talking about, please go watch. <laughs> season five. Season five of Archer. I don't remember which one it was. There's been so many. It was the last one that I watched. Uh, it was. It was right when ISIS became a thing, so they decided to not have the name ISIS in the show. Yeah. Um, oh, pile move. Yeah. Yeah, they they really went. They were like, "No, this is not okay. We can't have this anymore." Yeah. So and then just, and then to just to fuck with them, the terrorist group renamed themselves ISIL. <laughs> God damn it! Yep. I'm gonna. It sounds like a, I used to play craps with ISIL down the uh, local mall. <laughs> um. So uh, I'm gonna move us to uh, another question uh, from Zenos. Hey, yo, toast you shit with that ass. But seriously, what made you start streaming? Oh, <laughs> this is a dark, dark question. Oh. Um, what made me decide to start streaming? Mm -hmm. Honestly, I saw, um, I was following a couple of streamers who no longer, uh, stream on Twitch. They mm -hmm. have since moved to Facebook or have m both moved from to Facebook and YouTube. And one of them is actually coming back now. Oh, um, I saw that they were having a lot of fun. It looked like they, it reminded me a lot of when I was younger and we would show up at our friend's house and have land parties, mm -hmm. do mm. crazy shit like that. And this is before, you know, online gaming actually fucking existed. Yeah. Um, so... It brought back that little bit of nostalgia, and I was like, you know, I could do this. And I I have always been one of those people beforehand who hates being in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just uh, closed my camera lens so it doesn't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, he snuffed out the pigeon. And... <laughs> <laughs> um... Other than that, yeah, it's just been 
Um, that's what got me started. And then I just, I had some support from some friends. They were like, oh my God, you'd be hilarious on stream. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Ginge pointed out to me like a year ago, oh, uh, she was like, damn, you are happy-go-lucky as fuck. And it was really endearing. I don't know if she said endearing, but whatever. <laughs> In your head canon, it's there. That's In my head yeah. canon, it's there. Um, yeah, that that's like why I started streaming. Also, it's just I it's fucking fun. Okay, mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun to do this. It's the worst paying job, <laughs> but I'm having fun doing it. I mean, that's what counts. Yeah. Uh, Non-streamer here. Keeping me off the street, you know, getting mixed up in some uh, (laughs) uh, bad crowds, you know. You you will never get mixed up in a bad crowd, I don't think. (laughs) I have, uh, but let's not get into that. (laughs) Uh, no, I mean, I did some stupid shit in my youth. We all did. Mm. Yeah, I'm just uh, like toast. We can't accept bits when you get in the connect on the red tops. <laughs> You're like what? <laughs> Yo, this is heroin, man. <laughs> I, you know, you are a great streamer. I have a lot of fun. Uh, when we play games together, just hanging out and just watching you, um, like I have just a great, a great time with your streams and your community because you are very fun loving and you are very, you know, you, you do this thing where it's, uh, you know, nobody else may be having a good time, but I'm having a good fucking time. (laughs) And that fucking matters. Because nobody wants to sit and watch a streamer be a fucking curmudgeon and be, you know, pissy or upset about something. They want to watch the streamer having a good time. When when you said that, Ginge, you uh you just it was like looking at looking into a crystal ball at my first stream that's coming up at some point. Yes. <laughs> I am gonna be so pissy and curmudgeonly. <laughs> Oh, my first stream, I was quiet and like, hi. Is anyone there? Yeah. Yeah. I think I may have made a reference to uh, Pink Floyd in the middle of it. Is there anybody out there? There it is. I. Comfortably fun. But everybody, when they first start out, is like that. Everybody. Everybody's awkward. Everybody's weird. Everybody's just fucking like, is this, is this what we're, is this, is this right? Like what? I push the right button. Right. Am I, am I actually live? What is happening? I don't see any lights. Where are the lights that say I'm live? Right. And. Someone's not yelling at me. And so for me, it's just. Uh, like watching your content because you know 
my internet has been super unreliable. <laughs> Which is odd because you have the best internet on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> and it's well, well infrastructure wise. Yes. But I don't get like I mean I've just had issues with my internet recently. Okay, fine, whatever. Um but watching you stream solo, especially playing Alien Isolation. Oh my god, the other night. You have I don't know. It it comes across that you're having a great time. I'm terrified half the time. I have to admit that. But and it's all Xenos' fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shit. <laughs> but it's but the thing is, is like even though you're scared, you're still enjoying it. Or else you wouldn't continue to play the game. No, I wouldn't. So that's huge. Like, that's a big thing. And you you carry yourself solo on a stream where there's plenty of people who can't do it. Oh, yeah. So, I mean... And one of the things mm. that I love about you is you stopped pretending like you could only stream when everything was okay. Because what do you mean? You, so when you took that big break, there was a <laughs> lot of stuff going on. There was. And was a move too. this was before your move. This was well before your move though. In reality, when you look oh. at the timetable, you stopped streaming well before your move, but you weren't do like, there was a lot of shit going on around the move and things like that. Yeah. But you came back and even on days when you're like, I'm chaotic. My ADHD is off the charts today and <laughs> I'm fucking just like having a horrible time. I'm still going to show up on stream and try. And those are sometimes your best streams. Uh, weirdly, my numbers definitely prove that. You don't have, to, and you're not even like, today's a bad day, but here I am. It's nobody fucking knows that I'm having a bad day. And people just show up and, and like, I'm trying to have a good time and people are resonating with that. Yeah. That's huge for a streamer. I'll fully admit, though, like, the only time I've, like, decided not to stream lately has either been there is something that is literally keeping me from getting to my computer. Mm -hmm. Or I'm not here. I'm having fun elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Which was Saturday. Mm -hmm. I fully admit Saturday uh, because podcasts happen whenever. Uh, Saturday, June, July 9th, I was not home to stream because I was actually out with another streamer, his lovely wife mm -hmm. and their friend and having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Caught that Granted, on Periscope, actually. Granted, I didn't tell you good. ahead of time. Yeah, it... I'm just, I'm really proud of you for fucking keeping going and not, not letting bad days stop you from streaming. 
It's also, there's like a lot of negativity uh, between streamers that uh, it affects people. It I know it's not supposed to. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us say like, you know, the, you know, the numbers don't mean anything. The uh, so-and-so is getting a lot of success is like, you shouldn't, we all say, don't let that affect you. Right. It fucking affects you. Sorry. <laughs> right. We say don't, but we're saying that as not to not let that happen. We're saying that as be aware it's a thing. You're going to run into it, and it's okay if it affects you. Mm-hmm. But know that your work is good. Unless your work is shitty, and in which case, I don't know what to tell you. Take some constructive criticism. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I love that. Um, shit scared to do a stream. Uh, really nervous about it. But what I will say, if I can bring half of the vibes and energy that both of you bring to it, I'll leave the thing a happy man. <laughs> I'm actually excited for this. I have, I have everything primed, ready. There are alarms that will go off in my house. <laughs> no pressure. I, mean, I don't know what form it will take yet. We haven't really ironed it out. Um, yeah. There's been so much going on with with you that I want you to focus on without me going... Hey, so remember that thing that you agreed to do? Well, no, well, please, you know, don't let that get in the way because, honestly, you know, it's good escaping. Well, you know, I finished work uh, for the summer in Mm. less than a week. So it could possibly be on the horizon. But, yeah, it's only get the nerves. You telling me I won't be looking at that view account the whole time? Oh, yeah, I will. And, And see... I used to let that shit really fucking rule me. And I don't... If I'm having a slow night, but I'm having fun, fuck it. Like, on Saturday, I went... I go live early in the afternoon on Saturday. And I stream until well past midnight. And... um, I... Had very low numbers. Which was fine. I didn't care. Yeah. And I'm just playing the game. I'm having fun. Yeah, I was a little lonely because I was waiting for someone to come play games and he didn't tell me that he was uh gonna be late. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm giving you shit, you know. You know that I don't actually care. I'm I'm happy that you had fun and you were away and I wanted you to have that time. Hey, gonna be late. Might not be home for a while. I bet. Like, cool. Like, for me, I'm having fun doing what I do. Mm-hmm. Toast is having fun out doing what he's going to do. My other friends are playing games with other folks. Fine, go do it. I don't care because I'm enjoying myself. And if I'm not enjoying myself, I'm not going to fucking do it. Uh, but as a caveat to that, this will probably be my only time doing it ever. Mm-hmm. So you better fucking turn out, listeners. I'll tell you that now. Yeah. It it's I greatly appreciate you being willing to do it because you you were like, 
hey, what if I do this? You think you might hit this number? Here's a stretch goal. And then I messaged you again, like the in-person pod and went, uh, hey, so Uh, here's the deer. (laughs) I think that'll be fine. I mean, like people listen to me chat shit on Twitch and hear enough, I think. I've had all the training I need. <laughs> young, yeah. Young, young Padawan. Right. And so I like anybody who wants to try streaming, I say fucking do it. Everybody who does it once and then doesn't do it again. Cool. Or if you're just a viewer who enjoys it, fucking thank you. The people deciding, hey, I want to try streaming who fall in love with it. Like toast, like myself. It's a love-hate relationship sometimes, but. uh, No, my love-hate relationship is just between a couple of streamers and mostly some games. (laughs) <laughs> Fair. Mostly some games. So yeah, I uh I'm glad that you're streaming and I'm really glad that you He does great. Yeah. I'm I'm glad that you're a part of this community. Uh I... We love you, buddy. Thank and you. Let's, let's bookend that by asking him if he'd rather turn his dick into a crepe or a pancake. <laughs> Is that actually a, one of the questions? No. No, no, no. That's one from, okay. one from like, the Who pub. the fuck asked that? <laughs> Who needs shaming? <laughs> oh, it's just me. It's all right. I'll shame myself enough. It's okay. <laughs> well, let me, let me throw this question at you. Um, is on on the vein of streaming. Uh, our boy, real Andy DeSeal asks, "What's your dream stream collab?" Um, Martin Scorsese and Marlon Brando. Oh. Or Heath Ledger's Joker and Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Ooh. And they're playing Pikmin. (laughs) Holy fuck, that would be oh so much. Either that or they're trying to buy retro games from a flea market. <laughs> Is this the price you think we deserve? <laughs> I don't know. This is hard. A collab. I, I, I think this is asked very ambiguously. So like. An answer like Druids is applicable, but also who would you want to collab with? I would love... Okay. It would be the Lupo Paul 
Jen, Tim, Pool Shark, all of them. I one game with them would be worth every penny to me. Okay. Just because I don't think I would learn I would learn how to like stream while not breathing cuz I will be laughing my ass off so fucking hard. <laughs> Uh, Although, uh, that Lupo D&D game might be fun if I was like a one-off. Oh my god. To be fair, given everything that's been said, I'd quite like Markiplier and uh, someone wearing a Mr. Mom foam suit. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be also really cool if I just got a phone call from Markiplier asking me if I know about the ship. (laughs) Oh my god. You know about the ship of Theseus? Oh, fuck! God damn Mark! it! Mark! What the fuck is this? God damn it, Mark! I still have one. It's still gonna be one of those things like someone's gonna call, like one of them calls you up and you're just like, yeah, who's pranking me? Who is this? Right. You're like, it's, I don't believe it's snake. <laughs> I'd like to buy a sniper rifle. <laughs> well, because it's. Sorry. It's one of those things where, like, I'm just sitting here and I get an email into my fucking inbox and it's just like, hey, you want a collab or a phone call or a text message? And it's like, I, I mean, because I did. Yeah. I got an email asking me, hey, would you send your information to us? Because as part of a VIP ticket, you get this set of pins. And it, this email looks shady as fuck. I got a reply back after the deadline to submit everything to get the thing that I was entitled to. And I was like, so I don't get the thing that I was entitled to, but you wanna uh, what like it didn't make fucking sense so like i'm always super skeptical about shit like that and i'm like okay yeah or text stop to 8339 (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to think because like a, a collab with someone like the Ethans and the Marks and the and the Shans of the world and the Tylers and the Bobs. It n- never in a million fucking years. But it would be cool. But I would honestly rather collab with someone real like fucking out of left field. Like, um... Oh... I'm actually scrolling through my YouTube feed right now, just kind of thinking. Uh, this is where I'm in. <laughs> where I'm at in the conversation is, I thought out of left field was your choice. <laughs> Give me a collab with Philip DeFranco. I would happily take that fucking collab because it would be weird as fuck. But could you imagine... Anybody who watches Philip DeFranco, uh, you know, like his humor and his presentation of stuff. I think that would be a fun just chatting stream. Hell yeah. I think just hanging out and 
just vibing and what the fuck did you just send us? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to break that. <laughs> we were talking about places where we are and like I'm at this apparently. <sighs> Inflatable photo booth enclosure, two doors, large inflatable tent with LED lights used in advertising bars, events, trade shows, photo booth companies. What the fuck? Okay. Uh, Not the strangest thing I've ever stuck my dick in. (laughs) That's right. You're a damn. You are an inflatable booth enclosure. That's right. Oh, 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 God. I'm going to pretend you're not just any inflatable booth. I'm going to pretend you're an inflatable John Wilkes booth. And I'm going to fuck you. <laughs> right. A short answer, uh, like a Philip DeFranco or a Spooky Loops or like a Grabegly. Someone chill. But that's it. Oh, God. Now I'm, I, I have that voice that Druid just did just rolling around in my head. God damn it. Fucking voice you referred to. Oh, that I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> Inflatable booth. <laughs> oh. Photo booth companies, trade events, trade shows. Oh, that's so creepy. Stop it. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck them all. Uh, nope. <sighs> A Sorry, I was reading the next guest question and I thought I had a stroke, so I had to reread it again. Yeah, reading it in that voice, like, um, nope. Imagine, imagine that was the movie guy. Oh, God. Coming next summer. Oh. Me. <laughs> Ew. Please, Karen. Uh, Derp asks. <laughs> Dust open house. Uh, if you could do anything that you think you could look more like to be, would you, with examples, yes? Uh, well, I'm sorry, could you please repeat the question? <laughs> if you could do anything that you think you look more like to be, would you, with examples, yes? All right, Bora. You can read it yourself and make sure that I'm not an idiot. <laughs> No, no, that's it. Okay. <laughs> uh, my answer is, uh, I love gold. <laughs> I'm just, Derp, I love you. You are a fucking menace. <laughs> and I love it so much. Uh, do you have an answer, Toast? I am putting the answer into the thing. <laughs> Visible confusion. (laughs) So, Derp, I've... Waiting until Derp is out of school, I want to have Derp on because I feel like Derp is... He's he's got uh, that chaotic thing down. He, uh, over the weekend, was abusing my TTS on stream. Uh... (laughs) I'm sorry, all I heard was, like, abusing my titties. No, TTS. Text what? to speech. Text oh. to speech. And he was putting in, like, uh, 
Oh, I'm afraid the deflector shield will never be quite operational when your friends arrive. Copy and paste it. Just copy spammed. And so the TTS is just reading it out. Just going and going and going. And uh, he... <laughs> the dark I mean, side I... of the forest is a pathway to many abilities. Some consider to be unnatural, including hype trades. Me. I am the Senate. I... No, that was derp. Oh. I, I have the transcripts in front of me. Okay. Uh, everything that you is trans, like just copy spam. He's he's a very good copy pasta boy. <laughs> you you know what they'll say about TTS in the future? Oh no! It was a more civilized weapon for a more civilized age. <laughs> Dude, because it started, I went. I can't remember. I think I was grabbing like food or a drink or something, and I left my camera up and walked away. And there's this long-standing joke in my community from the very beginning because someone said simpin' for ginger, and I hated it. I was like, oh, God, that makes me feel so icky. And now I'm just like, go ahead, do your worst. And he put in the TTS hashtag simpin' for ginger, and it spelled it out every single letter. (laughs) And then he almost immediately hashtag simpin' for Bubba, and then for Bubba with no spaces. So it was just for Bubba, for Bubba, for Bubba, for, like, created a sick beat. And he... (laughs) He just went crazy chaotic. And so if you could do anything that you think you look more like to be, would you with examples, please? Or examples, yes? It, it's a derp question that I, I expect. Um, and I Look more like Ryan Gosling, this podcaster would. <laughs> I love that you would look, you want to look more like Ryan Gosling. Uh, baby goose. they're not real by the way (laughs) Uh, I know yeah more like Ryan Gosling just skinnier me how about that oh Uh, look I like the way I look (laughs) alright you've you've uh, embraced how how is it The, the way you're dressing Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, slutty uh, men's attire? Yes, slutty men's attire. There, there's a TikTok uh, of a dude talking about how men can dress slutty and it not be, like, too much. And he goes over, like, even, like, basic hygiene. It's... Uh, okay. It's, it's so good. It's so good. It's presented in a chaotic way that hits my ADHD brain, like, in a good way. Mm-hmm. And on top of it, it's also just good fashion sense, to be honest. Yes. And it makes it makes picking out clothes less insane mm-hmm. for me. <laughs> Love that. And the thing is, is like, as a woman who is attracted to men, it's like, actually, yes, yes, he's right on the fucking money. Uh, so slutty man attire. 
I, I, I appreciate and I approve. Uh, do, do we need to send it to Druid? He probably. Good luck. I'm not scrolling back. Oh, God. Yeah, that's really far away. Um, But, I mean, the dude is phenomenal. And he also is very intelligent, very well-spoken. Like, he actually, like... We found... Or I was sent this TikTok shortly before the whole Roe v. Wade thing happened. And his TikTok immediately devolved into discussing like real legal stuff. And so he compares us and the Canadian legal systems and like really intelligent. But then he also talks about just being chaotically gay and it's glorious. So he's bisexual. Yes. But he, he leans into just how chaotic gays can get. And it's so good. Um, Get yourselves a, a chaotically gay best friend. I'm just saying. Uh, it's wonderful. It's a good time. It's a good time. Yeah. Uh, Toast, have you touched grass today? Yes. Perfect. Andy, you got your answer. What about... Uh, we know Druid goes outside of his house for work, so he's probably touched grass today. Well, definitely touch grass. Um, <laughs> All right, we'll leave it on one, the guest questions on one more odd one. Uh, and dating advice if we've got some. We've got two. Okay. You're kidnapped and brought into an abandoned Walmart. What everyday items do you use to create, creatively take out your kidnappers and make your great escape? This must. Mis- this is a mythical Walmart where guns, knives, etc. do not exist. Oh, so like the one I go to? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Andy lives here, okay? Yeah, yeah, just saying, just uh, letting you know it is possible. Um, <laughs> okay, I need a second on this, I think. Uh, um, okay, so it's like Metal Gear Solid, right? Uh-huh. Solid Druid. <laughs> Otter Kong. I need help. So what I do is I get a DVD copy of Twilight New Moon, and I throw it onto the floor, distracting the attackers. And whilst they're enjoying the uh, best 90 minutes of movie history... I sneak into the back and I go into a um, somehow slip. Uh, I, I apply butter to my body and slip inside a cornflakes box. <laughs> and whilst inside that cornflakes box, um, I sort out over to um, the birthday card section and I buy a With Sympathies card on behalf of everyone that is being held hostage in the store. And then sign it from everybody, give it to the attackers, and melt their icy hearts with a loving, sympathetic message uh, courtesy of Hallmark. And whilst they're crying over the horrors that they're um, enforcing over all of us, I've actually took a little trip 
into the children's toy section and found a child's acoustic guitar. And then I sing the song from Moana sang by The Rock. And when they hear me singing that, they just leave. (laughs) Okay. And then I get my eggs and get you know, put it over get out of there <laughs> toast oh god he's muted himself that was the ginger talks podcast everybody uh, nice to see you uh, yeah, apparently he's actually just going to walmart oh uh, yeah <laughs> He's actually giving me time to change to a better answer. Oh. Surely I've got a better one than that. So, okay. Right. Scrub that. Editing out my previous answer, I actually go to the baked goods section and I buy croissants and attach them to my body like they're on a utility belt. They're my ninja throwing stars. Oh. Uh, I get... A big-ass baguette. And inside that baguette, I put um, Tide Pods. Oh. And I've created a, quite an interesting pulley system because uh, I've hollowed out the baguette. And when I pull on the pulley system, uh, it shoots the Tide, the tide Pod out. And then, luckily, uh, our assailants are Gen Zers. So as soon as I, I, I shoot it like a bazooka across the store, boom! pull out the baguette and because they're the assailants are gen zers they can't help but try and eat them and then they're poisoned and die and any remaining stragglers i throw the ninja star croissant uh, at them and then they have cholesterol problems and die (laughs) okay interesting (laughs) toast okay what what would uh, what would you, what would your everyday items be that you would creatively take out your kidnappers? Uh, rubber bands, washers, and uh, nuts. Nice, I dig it. I dig it. Very you can wrap the lo- especially if you can get those really long ones. Those things fucking hurt if you hit someone with them. I know, because I've used to break out windows with them. <laughs> that some of that sketchy past that Toast alludes to. My middle school? Uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, cowabunga Toast. We have actual rubber band wars in high school, so... Yeah. I think... I would stick similarly in that same section of the store. Uh, and it would be... What, are you going around giving people paper cuts? No. No, that means I have to get close to them. No, I would get a, a bucket. One of the iPhones that's on display, or one of the phones that's on display that can connect to the internet. Um... 
And then I would probably, uh, like, fishing line, like, tripwire, uh, and just create just, like, a a ring of fire that they couldn't get around. Or, like, like set the Walmart on fire, sectioning us off to where I can just fucking walk out the door. So, your answer is Home Alone. Yes. Because uh, here's the thing, uh, you you draw them to the section of the store with the phone in the in the metal bucket acting like it's giant speaker, because I think that's fucking cool. And then as soon as they cross a certain threshold, it lights some shit on fire, and then I can just waltz out the fucking door, and it's easy peasy lemon squeezy. I, I love this, like in a like a hostage situation, you're just like. They're like, get on the ground, get on the fucking ground. And you're just like, look up and you're like, I'll cooperate for now, buddy. But come hello high water within the next hour, I'll be walking out that fucking door by myself. I, <laughs> like, what? I mean, it. this is just furthering the lore that <laughs> don't shoot her. You're just going to make her mad. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. But I mean, I would home alone the fuck out of a Walmart because there's no real weapons in this hypothetical Walmart that actually probably exists. <laughs> yeah, it's called cool. it's called in the UK. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to be nice. I'll, I'll, I'll do that joke again. Uh, <laughs> sad because it's true, eh, America? <laughs> would you say toast? Well, well. I heard him ever so faintly, and now I he's heard him gone. Like, it, it sounded like he was like yelling at the neighbor kids. It did. It did. You're like, get off my lawn! <laughs> uh, get off my plane! <laughs> God. Uh, no. What? What did you say? What? What did what you about say? Fans? Yeah. What was that? What did you say? Here, fuck someone over the pan. I mean, no, but I imagine, <laughs> and Legally, it sounds. I can say no. It it sounds like it would just be a fucking cathartic mm. release. <laughs> Get me Peter Pan. <laughs> so yeah, uh, it sounds like I'm destroying a Walmart. Uh. Druid is playing the long con and <laughs> Toast is just <laughs> destroying people. <laughs> There's nuts. Yes, exactly. These <laughs> nuts. Good, uh, good seated loaf. Oh, God. And this libertarian Walmart. God damn it. <laughs> All right, let's get this dating advice and then. We can uh, wrap her up. We'll be wrapping her up after this. Um, Okay, one second. Yeah. This app has been really causing me trouble. Okay. We've got two. Thanks again to everyone that's sending these in. Uh, I actually have a link in a very secret location for this at the moment. I'm fucking my clarinet teacher, and ever since, 
Right, yeah, follow your bliss. I'm fucking my clarinet teacher, and ever since, the quality of my lessons has got worse. I still want to learn the clarinet, and he's real good. Do I stop the sex for music or keep at it? Uh, I... Sounds like you've been playing a little too much clarinet to me. Yeah. I mean... Get a different teacher, please. Yeah. Toast? Thoughts? Nope. Not touching that one. But come on, you've got to. I I will say, when I started reading this, I didn't see teacher the first time. (laughs) I just thought someone was saying they were fucking their clarinet. (laughs) And I'm like, I hope hope you've not got more than six. (laughs) If they're fucking their clarinet, no wonder they're not getting better. Really improving on your fingering techniques. I mean, I hope so. Uh, I I mean, it, why are you fucking your clarinet teacher? <laughs> they is might be a, two consenting adults. Is this real? That's my question. And in, in you know, because it seems like something out of like American Pie. See, I know adults who pick up brand new instruments. Well, I bet you do. And and well, I mean, and and learn to play them for very like I know adults who take music lessons for an instrument they've never touched. So I mean, if you're fucking your clarinet teacher, like, just get a new teacher or stop. Just either one is applicable. Yes. Like it. <sighs> My answer to you is yeah. <laughs> Do I keep at it? Yeah. If the jug's good, keep hitting the jug. I mean, I guess. All right, Carrie Bradshaw. Just you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> uh, good luck, Godspeed, and uh, keep practicing. Uh, next question. <laughs> Thank you for being anonymous so that we don't have to like report yeah. you to your headmaster. So, so glad that I don't know who these people are every time. Thank God. It's someone out there. Um, right. Heavy one here. Oh, God. I found out my dad has been sleeping with a friend of mine. How do I approach this? Oh, my God. I mean... Set him down like you're a disappointed father. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, if dad is still with mom or, like, um, I mean, I'm all for blackmailing dad at that point to get him to stop fucking your friend and then still go to mom, but. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'll tell Um, mom if you, I'll tell mom unless you get me a PS5. No, hard cash only. Yeah. Untraceable. Untraceable amounts of cash. Absolutely. But no. Yeah. Also, uh, take the opportunity. Be a shit about it. Ask him if he needs to have a uh, talk about the birds and the bees. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh-huh. But, but make it the most uncomfortable fucking thing 
ever. Hey, Dad, can I talk to you about something? Uh, Sit him down on on the couch and, you know, I want to talk to you about something, Dad. Um, So I've noticed that something's been going on with you. And, uh, you know, I just want you to know that it's natural and it's, it's, it's not okay, but it's natural. Um, I want to talk to you about the birds and the bees and just fucking watch him just lose his shit. Yeah. Yeah. Or, hey dad, what? Go tigers. (laughs) Um, honestly, I mean, what? All right, so we've addressed the dad. Yeah, make the dad feel uncomfortable because fuck, what? Why not? Yeah, because he's been far too comfortable so far. Mm-hmm. Apparently. Uh, how do you address the friend? Um, you know, is so- it their friend or is it? Yeah, it, well, it says a friend. Like, I guess it's a friend of theirs. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, that's my dad. Like, yeah. You can about, go the kind of jokey route and just be like, listen, I'm not calling you mom. But seriously, stop fucking my dad. Yeah. Uh, if you want to salvage the relationship, if you want to just burn that bridge down, light that motherfucker up. Yeah, also, like a Walmart. Yes. <laughs> also, this sounds like the description of uh, something I would actually find on Pornhub. Yeah, yeah, weirdly, this. What is the psychology of our age, where I'm having to mute <laughs> that often? You know, uh, this is wrong. Like, we're like related. You know, like, what's up oh. with that? What is up with that? I can't stand it. I, that that shit just fucking grosses me out. It normalizes it, right? Yeah. I just, ugh. Who at Brazzers really fancied their, like, mom? <laughs> I mean... You know? Because, right. like, there's, like, one guy to blame out there. There absolutely is. But There's just someone out, like, there's someone that is, and, and they could just, they could maybe be the cause of the issue here. But here's the thing, though, is men, historically, not blaming any of our listeners, no one in this call, but men historically love to be with women who are younger than them. It is a thing that a constant, constant... So if I'm trying to find a dude to date that's my age, no, he wants the 25-year-old. Right. Like, it's eh. it's his, like like I said, I'm not calling out anybody in this call because I don't think that of you two. But dudes historically want chicks who are younger. And if your daughter has hot friends, the this is not uncommon to like for me to to hear someone talking about their dad like being creepy. Yeah, but then 
you know, this is very different to that, I think, because it's, like, acting on it, right? Right. But... Like, I mean, but two consenting adults go off, but you gotta be sure, like, that it's not fucking weird and creepy for people involved. Like, mm. I have a different perspective because this didn't happen in, in my family, but a weird familial dynamic happened in my, in my family with people being in relationships and it yeah. almost destroyed relationships within my family because people wouldn't sit down and have conversations like, like civilized adults, in my opinion. Like, and now that things have changed and, and shit's different, it, I mean, things worked out for the best in the end, but like sit down and have a fucking grown up conversation and don't play petty fucking games. If it's, they're just hooking up to fucking hook up. What are you to say that that's okay or not? You can have your feelings and your opinions on it. But if they're like, no, nah, like, we've got feelings for each other, that directly involves you. So your opinion fucking matters, man. Mm, 110%. So, you know, fucking yeah. talk. Have the conversation. The, the thing this highlights, and, you know, exactly what you're saying, um, we, we say the heart of every answer in dating advice actually comes from just talk to people. Uh, don't be ashamed about sexuality in this way. Yeah. Wait, we can't talk about it. Like, Jesus fuck, dude. Like, you I... just put your thing in the thing. It's not that deep. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, sorry, I turned that into a dick joke because I needed to lighten the, the mood for me. But I mean, in every relationship, and I think Toast and I are a great example of if something's up, just talk to the person. Yes. Like, the number of times where I've been like, hey, dude, this thing that I did bothers me, because, and it involves you, so I want to talk to you about it. And also, hey, you did this thing that really bothers me, or I'm trying to figure out, like... XYZ of what's going on and how I feel about it. Can we talk? It happens a lot. And we fucking we talk it out and I don't sometimes, think sometimes we we wait to mm -hmm. to talk about stuff. It's perfectly okay. Be communicative. Yes. It's People are so afraid to fucking talk now. Just fucking talk. If your dad is fucking your best friend or one of your friends. Granted, we don't have the full fucking kit and caboodle with it all. We don't know the details, but just fucking talk. Or if you're not comfortable, like if mom and dad are still together. <laughs> then you find a way to talk to mom and go, hey, mom, I need to talk to you about a thing. And you're not going to fucking like it. Yeah. Yeah. Like. We need, more, we need more context here, really. Yeah. 
just fucking talk. Do what we do for hours that you listen to. Talk, goddammit. <laughs> yeah, but this is it. Sex. People just can't talk about it. I mean... Culturally, we've just, like, built up this shame. Mm-hmm. Like, you should be ashamed of it. Nah, man. Most sex it's, is pretty great. Spoiler alert, it's why you're all here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone had to have. Yeah, yeah. Believe it or not, your dad got lucky once. Your mom and dad fucked. And take it from someone that teleported into the bedroom. I know. <laughs> Naked. Oh, yeah. God. And that's, I just say it's morph in time and run out. <laughs> Tyrannosaurus! <laughs> See, now I have this weird, like, kink thing happening where... <laughs> <laughs> Where you tell Mrs. Drew and knowledge, just like just go into mom's room, just just go into mom's room. I'll be right there. <laughs> and then mom walks in, like, God damn it, stop doing this all the fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not here to kink shame, but Jesus, bro. <laughs> Friend of the podcast, Jesus Christ, thank you very much. Uh-huh. Nah. I died. I died for you, so you'd sleep with your clarinet teacher. Locally, <laughs> locally. A Jeez. little bit of me wants to know what the Catholic Church would say. How many? How many hail marys you'd have to do for that? Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's sex out of wedlock. So I mean, is it just a standard amount, or is it like really why the clarinet teacher? <laughs> I th- I feel like, like it's a... I get guitar, people. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. A window into your perspective there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do wanna, <laughs> you wanna Do you wanna, like, elaborate on that? Nope. <laughs> Wait, what, what was that, Toast? Nope. <laughs> you get them, do you? <laughs> Was a man named Toasty He's feeling a little frisky Went for a little whiskey, buddy Okay, yeah, I'm stopping that uh, That's gonna get clipped and sent to me, I'm sure uh, I hope that's my new intro music <laughs> <laughs> Actually, let's be honest I'm gonna make that my ringtone on my own phone yeah. Oh. So when when Mick Jagger calls, you'll know. <laughs> hey, Toast, just wanted to say a line, mate. <laughs> and you go, hello, hey, wait, just you shut your mouth. <laughs> there's there's this thing that I do, and Toast has now started to adopt it, mainly when talking to me. Um, I. There's this th- this thing that I quoted for a while. I was like, you shut your mouth when you're talking to me. And I've... It's escalated to you shut your whore mouth when you're talking to me. And I said that to Toast one day. <laughs> he was saying something. I was like, you shut your whore mouth when you're talking to me. He goes, excuse me. <laughs> you address me by my name. By what I am. <laughs> Call me a slut. 
<laughs> well, we've heard you dress like one, so there you go. Uh, <laughs> so now it's just, I'm now, uh, I can't, uh, like, I when I tell him, like, so there's this thing that Toast does when someone is eating, he'll ask what they're, what they're eating, say it slower, talk dirty yeah, to far. me. And <laughs> so now I can't not think about that and call me by what I am. A uh, slut. <laughs> <laughs> and I just I I can't not. And so we have these these small jokes that are inside jokes. And last night we were streaming together. And uh, I went to call him a whore or something. I was like, excuse me. I'm sorry. Slut. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Huh. So, yeah. <laughs> um, one of these days, someone is going to get offended on one of our behalves and come at the other one. And, uh... It's going to be ridiculous. And we're just going to laugh, really. Yeah. Just between the two of us, we're just going to fucking laugh it off. And they then they can shut their hormones. <laughs> because Ginger and I both have the same uh, love for uh, um, banning people in each other's chats. Mm-hmm. So we'll just sit here like, oh, he's talking some shit to you. Oh, yeah, you want that? Uh, banned. There was some swiftness in him banning someone in my chat uh, over the oh, weekend. Oh. And oh. I didn't just have to call me, Just call me Bruce Banner, motherfucker. Dude, he hit so quick. I didn't have to say a goddamn thing, and he just... He saw it. I didn't even know he was active in chat and just banned. And I was like, oh, I can hear him nutting from here. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> like, hold on a second. <laughs> Blastoise. <laughs> um, can hear him nodding from here. Jesus Christ. Uh, but those are some of the, like, weird, goofy fucking jokes, because I'll just... There's a specific noise that Toast makes as a joke. And yeah. it's just like, can, can we not? <laughs> and pretend that chat and everybody didn't fucking hear that. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, oh, oh, why is that on my thing? Uh, I'm sorry, what? Hang on, you'll see in a second. Oh, no. <laughs> Directly Oh, no. And... It, oh, Jesus, fuck. All right. I think uh, we are losing toast to the chaos. It might be... <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, this is right here. What's going on? <laughs> we're losing him to the chaos. Uh, so we'll... We'll wrap this up, Toasty. Thank you for coming back on. You're welcome. You little chaos demon, you. 
How dare you? Shut your whole knife. <laughs> Say, I'm not going to call you a slut again, okay? <laughs> okay. You dirty slut. <laughs> wow. You uh, dirty, dirty me? slut. I've heard that you batter it on both sides. Yeah, so you can make the toast sit there and spin right above the ground. <laughs> oh, fuck. Go not in your own time, not mine. <laughs> toast, is there anything you'd like to promote, my friend? Uh... I'll I stream Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, depending on if I'm not uh occupied by other things. Mm-hmm. Uh other than that, that's really it. I I have a very popular Instagram going right now. Yeah. That's about it. And I uh yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got promotions for. Well, toast. Come check me out on twitch.tv forward slash ADHD toaster. Do it. Uh, you can come see Please. me there and Toasty, and you can um, talk to him about birds not being real. Yes, I will talk to you for hours about that and how absolutely bullshit it is, but it's still fucking hilarious. <laughs> well, Toast, thank you so much, and uh, I love you, buddy. Druid? I love you, too. Oh, yeah. I uh, had a good time, and uh, listeners, thank you so much. And to all of our patrons, uh, thank you so much. You guys are just fucking wonderful. Um, I know I said we, I, I want to see everybody who got podcast merch. I've seen some of it. I would love to see more. So tweet it to me, DM to me, whatever. Like, please. Uh, 